Hello everyone, Mr. Happy here, and welcome to State of the Realm. It's a weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast, but I'm sure 14 episodes in, you guys know that already. Get it? Episode 14. Final Fantasy XIV. And uh, yeah, so I just made a small error behind the scenes, but no one needs to know that. Besides, we have a special show tonight. We're going to have a lore cast. Which is uh, gonna make Sly and I look real, real dumb, real quick. So, first, you guys already know who I am. Let me introduce a regular co host. It's Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka I have too many nicknames for this guy, aka mm -hmm. You, my boy, Blue. What's going my on? My boy, Blue. And don't we already look stupid to begin with on a regular basis? So, this isn't. Wow, this wow, Sly. This isn't, this isn't foreign territory. Wow. Thanks. It's just gonna. Yeah, Sly. Yeah, we I, haven't even got to the show yet, and we're he's. It, this is you're already against character. us, Sly. Anyway, <laughs> we have a not, <laughs> we have a, we have a guest anyway on tonight's excuses. show. One, the one that's gonna make us look stupid. You guys may know him as the lore guy, and you've probably seen a few of his videos around by now. He does lore videos primarily on Final Fantasy XIV, and he is Ethis Asher. I don't know why I felt like adding that little Asher. delay yeah. on there. I felt like it added weight Asher. to what I was saying. Okay, well, <laughs> you don't have to. Well, <laughs> how you doing at this? I'm all right, guys. How we doing? I'm <laughs> as, good. as good as as good as I can do when my intelligence is about to be challenged. <laughs> I guess I guess it's intelligence a very specific thing. So I just feel dumb in more things than I usually do. <laughs> And Sly's already thrown us under the bus, Ethis. He already doesn't yeah. believe in the show. No. Doesn't believe in OBS. Doesn't believe in the show. Doesn't Can't believe in not using a cheat sheet. Oh. Called out. Uh, See, they didn't need I, to they didn't need to know that uh, until I made fun of you for it later. Now he's that's already fine. thrown it out there. That's fine. <laughs> At least I made a cheat sheet, Mike. You made cheat videos. I'm sorry I'm not a I'm not a cheater. Cheat video. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that my video. I'm sorry that my first thought wasn't hey we're doing a lore video let me go make a cheat sheet so i don't look stupid i was like oh well you know if i don't know something i don't know something i'll do my research as much as i can but i'm not gonna bring a reference page just so i don't look stupid hey, i no can't wait to still it. know more than you anyway ethis how you doing how, how are you doing because me and you oh, have good. not gotten to smoke spoke speak words smoke we haven't gotten to smoke well, together yeah, we <laughs> Uh, we haven't ever gotten really to speak before this show all too much. Been by the stream a few times, yeah. and I've seen you comment on my YouTube videos. That's about it. <laughs> How's it going, yeah. man? Uh, not bad. It's been a pretty busy week. What to say about it? Excited for Heaven's Ward. Trying to you know get out as much as I can before then, and in preparation of that, I'm sure you're exactly the same. Yeah, I'm getting out a little bit more. <laughs> More, more than sitting still for 16 hours a day. Yeah, that's a little bit more, I'd say. Got to go grocery shopping or something. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, this entire episode is going to be all about lore. So ahead of time, anyone watching, if you don't want spoilers, go back to the story. Probably the worst episode to watch because you should go finish the main story before watching this episode. Then come back and you'll appreciate it way more. And, uh, I mean, Final Fantasy's rich in lore. I mean, a lot of us think it's just the main story, and that's all it is. But they have been building this world for, what, like, seven years now at this? Like, they worked on it two years before oh, yeah. it came out in the original one. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just, it's amazing. So, 
we, uh, as you know, much of the Final Fantasy XIV lore we experienced in 2.0 started in 1.0 and even in the development of 1.0. So, Ethos, what drew you into this game's lore in particular? Because there's games with tons of background story out there, too. But what made you pick this one? It's an interesting question. Um, well, honestly, I didn't actually play 1.0. Um, Saved yourself. When... Yeah. Um, so when I got a, a bunch of people saying, oh, Ethos, do, do some 1.0 videos, cover 1.0, I'm like, okay. And I went and uh, watched a bunch of uh, long plays and, and, um, and stuff like that for it. Um, honestly, the referential stuff in Final Fantasy is what fascinates me so much. And it's what a lot of my channel is about, taking this sort of, uh, I guess, tangential learning approach. Whereas... Not only, I mean, as we know, we've got Moogles and Chocobos and stuff like that, which is referencing the previous Final Fantasy games and building upon that kind of internal lore. But we've also got all of these references to like medi medieval myth and, uh, you know, Greek myth and um, ancient history and, uh, and philosophy. And it's just uh, from a literary standpoint, it's, it's very rich even compared to the rest of the, the fantasy genre. And, um, yeah, that's what I love about it, and that's really what got me super excited about it. I'm not going to lie. Does anyone else just want to listen to him talk for the next hour and a half? <laughs> As opposed to actually doing the show? Can we just do that instead? Because yeah, so I'm a bit husky today, guys. Actually, I've got a bit of a cold, so sorry about that. Damn. So this is him on, on a bad day, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a, was that a brag right there? <laughs> A little bit of a brag. <laughs> humble brag. Humble, humble brag. brag, yeah. Fine. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just a, it's just a, it's a bad day, but I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> uh, are there any particular story arcs that exist in the game right now that interest you more than one another? Because there's like 15 story arcs going on at the same time. Um, my favorite. <clears throat> my favorite definitely is, uh, is Coil, I got to say. And the whole story of Bahamut and um, and the dragons of Mericidia. And I think that we haven't seen the, the end of that, to be honest. Well, I think that if you if you haven't done turn 13 yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think if you haven't done turn 13 yet, you're probably going to want to at least watch through those cutscenes. Because I think that there are some interesting connections between the Mericidians and the Dravanians. Um, and uh, furthermore, the Allegans and the uh, the Galans. So you just finished turn thirteen not too long ago. Yes, I did. So, or do you you had you you had to watch cutscenes like a million times over by now. Not a million. Nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I mean, I okay, was so a ballpark. There, there's the there's the first initial when you just get through turn 13 and you're like too batshit excited for anything like oh my god i just want my final witness and i just want my louis Wah. i want my wanda louis Wah. <laughs> after that go back watch everything and then you know for show's sake go back and then watch everything again so three three times damn three. and what did you think what did you think of the way it kind of wrapped up i think it left it too open-ended um in all honesty i mean it too open-ended? Yeah, I mean, sort of cliffhanger-y, if that's a word. Mm. Um, 
I mean, hopefully we find out a little bit more. I mean, I feel like Alexander's going to kind of draw away from the lore behind um, Final Coil. I think, like, Alexander's going to take a front seat, which is fine. I'm perfectly happy about that because I want to know more about Alex because he's just that damn awesome. But, yeah, I think it's going to get drowned out by Alexander in 3.0. What about the Summoner quest line? They're getting a new Bahamut-esque ability. Some people are curious about if it's turn 13 is going to be required to do the new Summoner job quests, which I think we already know the answer to, but do you think that's <laughs> where we're going to kind of learn more about the Maricidians and, uh, and the Dravanians maybe a little bit more in the Summoner quest line? I was kind of... Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're not going to gate that with turn 13. That, that would just be ridiculous. Um, it would be kind of cool if they did from, from a law perspective only. Um, but yeah, definitely the summoner is going to tie in a lot with that. Um, yeah, how do, you, how do you feel about that, Happy? How do you feel about them getting these big nukes? I, I want them to get the big nukes. I just... It's strange because with the summoner quest line, it's always been beat Ifrit, you know, then you can do the Ifrit quest, beat Titan. Yeah, Ifrit, exactly. Titan quest, yeah. Beat Garuda. This obviously is not on the same page because you're not summoning an Eggy, but the, they've described the ability as a possession, which is strange. It's scary to think of Bahamut possessing a summoner and then still maintaining some level of control. Sly's, Sly's over there like, I'll just, I got, I got my spear. I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> Eventually, one day, in in the long distant future, I will do summoner. But yeah, it's kind of odd to think of Bahamut um, sort of possessing you. Quote unquote. That's the word. That's Yoshi P's words, not mine. So, or the translator's words, not mine. That's all I know. I, I don't. I don't. Moving on. So, we're talking about some favorite points. I guess kind of right here. Some interesting points. So why don't we all share, like, so far, like, one of our favorite moments in the game, whether it be, like, a main story or a delivery Moogle quest for some reason or another. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's each share a favorite point. Uh, Sly, you seem to not care about Summoner, so I'll let you go first. Um, I think one of my um, oh shit, what the fuck moments was uh, Tim Terra Deepcroft. No, I no. I forgot no. about that. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Talking about the hard mode. Yes. I mean, yes. because you get you get a little bit. I mean, there is lore in in story mode in regular Temptera, and then once you get to hard mode, you get a whole bunch of notes left behind, and then the cutscene after you finish. It, yeah, that was that was kind of deep. <laughs> like that was just deep. It it was so eerie. It's not even funny. I hope they continue down that path. Like, I hope we find out a little bit more, but it's kind of hard when, um, you know, she kind of, she kind of. She's haunting off. the city-states. We'll be fine. <laughs> that, but did you know, did you know about that till, until, uh, before the Reddit post came out about that? Ethis? No, I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. know until, uh, somebody posted on my edit video. I was like, what? And then I saw it on Reddit and I was like, oh, damn. Because, um, I mean, Yo Yoshi was saying uh, after Tamtar Hotmo was released, what was that, 2.2? 2? 3, I think. 2.1? 3, I think it's... I don't right. know, I say, it's been, too, say it's been three. too long. Whatever, whenever it was. Um, he was <clears> sort of saying that whether or not she returned would hinge largely upon her popularity and the, the sort of community reaction. So the fact that she started showing up again 
I'd say indicates to me pretty clearly that we've got plans for her. Um, and I know the way I want it to go, but I don't think it's sort of sound speculation. I want to see an anima fight. I yes. want, uh, I want <laughs> Edda the top half and I want to veer the bottom half. <laughs> okay. I didn't see that coming, but that, so wait, it slices. would be, a, it would be a deer on the bottom, like down, like when we would, no, he yeah. wants a veer on the bottom. I want oh, a veer okay. on the bottom. Oh, veer. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I watched her for a second. I was like, wait, yeah, but. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Like, just a two-phase fight where you just fight the top half and then you just fight the bottom half before yeah. it goes through well, Oblivion. Happy, you were you were talking about an anima fight. I think in beta yes. you were talking about how you wanted to see that. I, I wanted to Jeez, see a 24-man anima fight is what I wanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, why I and said And you were yes. talking about... Um, <laughs> You were talking about how it would be difficult to have like that kind of two-faced fight, and when we got um, when we got Kerberos and uh, having that extra instance in inside the belly, yeah. the first thing I thought of was that that anima fight that you were sort of theory crafting, um, and I reckon that would be awesome. I reckon that would be if they don't go in that direction for Edda, I'm going to be disappointed. I mean, I'm down, but it's got a. It's got to work, just so you know. I don't, your, your, oh, camera, yeah. your camera froze a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's, okay, it's okay, though. It's okay. We can, we can, we like your, we like your face this way. Am I pulling a good face? You're pulling, yeah, you're pulling a gorgeous face right now. Don't worry. <laughs> if you want, if you want to fix it mid-show, I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. You might just have to disable and re-enable the camera. It might mess with things temporarily, but that would be fine. Uh, I have this trouble with Skype all the time. Besides, your 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 picture that that would replace it is great anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> See if that did anything. <laughs> I love that picture so much. <laughs> so classy. Oh, Skype, you are beautiful beautiful creature all right there we, there go. we go hey Hello. we did it world first, world first. <laughs> imagine i got stuck again with you doing that <laughs> that would have been beautiful so Edith, what about you what would be your favorite uh point of the lore that's happened so far my favorite point is um it's a bit of a weird one and it's not not so much about the game's lore as about me just being a massive nerd um, so, we remember the Fadiad fight in, uh, Amdapur Keep Hard. I, mm -hmm. you took, you took my final point. Fadiad. You took my point. I took your point. You took oh. my point. It's shit. Um, <laughs> so, so the, the gay bulg was, um, wielded by this, this Irish hero called, um, Cuchulain. And, um, Fadiad was his sort of brother and training partner for a long time. And it was a case of, uh, you, you know, how, how you, you hear that axiom of, you know, the unstoppable, the unstoppable force hitting the unmovable object. Yeah. Um, well, they had a battle that was basically like that, where Fadiad was um, coerced into fighting Cahul and, and threatened with basically having a song sung about him that would make him look silly. Um, and that was a big deal for warriors of, of Irish mythology. Yeah. Um, so basically they were fighting for like several days um, with no reprieve and putting on a great show until the, the only way that Cahoolan could kill Fadiad 
was by casting the gay bulb into his rectum. I love that. And That's awesome. I fought for Dyad for the first time and I didn't, I didn't realize we were going to fight him. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it yet. And I was in there and I saw for Dyad and I see my gay bog. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have made that face. We have a, we have a gift maker in the, yeah. in the chat. You just gave crayon. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, Especially so, with so the it was a, a real full thrust and um, it was good. <laughs> that's just how it is. and it's good. good yeah well yours yours you say is is because of your nerdiness mine is just the mystery that's left there mm. after that boss is dead because amtborky oh, hard mode all of a sudden all you hear at the end is ha 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 and i was just like so what <laughs> where is is that going that's what that's that's a lore point. That was like one of the cliffhangers they left me on that made me actually want to care more about the Amdipori because they've hinted that Diablos is not done. He he didn't no, actually he didn't actually die. He was just in no, state and retreated. Of course he didn't. So you have that cliffhanger, and then you just have that cliffhanger at Amdipori Key Parma. I don't know. It just that's I want to see that continue, and I don't know where there's room for that in Heaven's Word. Unless it's the library or something, I don't know, and that doesn't make any sense. So, I want to see mm. more. I mean, more. maybe because we did see kind of a reincarnation in the library of demon the uh, demon wall. So maybe that demon yeah. book. I'm so excited for that demon book. <laughs> they need to make that a scholar book. I just want to see uh, like scholars casting ruin and just having the demon like pop out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be a minion. They had the demon brick. We could just have the demon page. I don't know. The demon page. Well, it can't be a whole... It's a brick is to a wall, so what a page is to a book. That's the only demon, thing that made sense to me. Demon yeah, piece of paper? Sense, yeah. de de demon, yeah. um... Oh, what's the name of, uh... Parchment. Demon parchment. There you yeah. go. That's the word I'm looking for. Alright, so... At this... You have... Videos called Lore Tours. Right? Yes. I'm Lore Tours. Where do you get those ideas from because there's a lot of places to go with those so where you tour has got to be like a very premeditated thing um not as premeditated as you'd think to be honest um well basically i i had people saying all right i, I want to see some more kind of let's play stuff some some more kind of casual less scripted stuff from me um and i was thinking well i can't really do like dungeon guides or dungeon walkthroughs or anything like that. It just seemed a little bit redundant. There's so many people doing really, really great stuff um, on that side already. Um, and I'm always talking about how everything is referential in this game, how every enemy and every weapon is um, uh, sort of full of, of this, this uh, referential material. So I thought, well, okay, all right, I'll just walk through a dungeon and I'll, we'll just talk crap about what I see and whatever comes to my head and there'll be stuff that I miss and there'll be hopefully a few things that people will learn. Um, the first one I did, I literally just queued up for half a dozen different instances and the one that popped, I recorded. Wow. And, what, was the, what, was the, what was the first one you did? Because I've seen the different ones, but I don't, I don't look at the published date. Uh, I think the first one I did was Labyrinth of the Ancients. 
Labyrinth of the Ancients is a good one. I mean, that's yeah. and if you want to start with something that's referential, why not start with something that comes right out of Final Fantasy III? But I'm sure you went into the Final Fantasy XIV references that are in there, not just the Final yeah, Fantasy Yeah, I ended up talking about 15 minutes about um, homunculus and homunculi mm. and, and mm. <laughs> sort of uh, classical philosophy there. Anyway, that, that, that was great fun and a bunch of people were into it and they wanted me to do more of them and whenever anyone asked me to do it, I'm kind of a little bit surprised but uh, yeah, I don't, there's not really anything to it. I just queue up and whatever pops I record and if it's decent, then I publish it. That's good. It's hard doing that unscripted stuff. People. Yeah. People oh, yeah. And, and I'm sure you'd know that, that for every unscripted video that you put out, well, it's probably different for you, but for me anyway, for every unscripted video that I put out, there's like another two that I'm just like. <laughs> nope. 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 No way. That's, no, that's, it, it is. It's, it is a lot like that. So mm. you're looking through Labyrinth of the Ancients and you start thinking homunculi. Yeah. And. Sly is over there thinking Full Metal Alchemist. But <laughs> I, I could see the look on his face when he said Helmonculi because he smiled a little bit. Yeah. Sly, he's thinking. That's where his, I went. Yep. That's right where I went. I knew it. Besides all the three references, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, no, just the Helmonculi is the only thing that matters in this point. <laughs> so you're obviously paying attention to stuff that pretty much all of us don't look through when we're just trying to hope that our group doesn't wipe the bone dragon. So... <laughs> Uh, so when you so what are these things that you think you see that other people don't <clears throat> notice? The homunculi could be one thing, but some something else. Maybe another example. Mm. Maybe some real world connections or history connections. Yeah, honestly, it's it's all that. I don't think I'm noticing things that people aren't noticing. I think I'm just thinking about them a little bit more. I mean, when, when people go through Ward of Darkness and they see, they see Kerberos, they, they know who Kerberos is, they see Angra Mainu and they, they think, well, that's obviously in reference to something. Um, but they sort of stop there with, oh, that's interesting. Whereas if I come across something that I think is a reference that I don't know, I, I go and read up on it um and i make sure that i do know and that for me is one of the most kind of enjoyable parts of uh, progressing through the game um so i don't think it's something that nobody notices so much as i just take a little bit more time over it i suppose you care more yeah i care more and i'm trying to make other people care more and i guess that's sort of the whole project of the channel in a lot of ways well, lore, I mean, in an MMO especially, lore is kind of a hard thing to get people interested in. Like, you think that these worlds are created with all this lore, that it's something so many people pay attention to. No, most people skip every cutscene they get to. <laughs> and don't well, that's the, impression, that's the impression that I've always been under, is that everyone that I've played with personally in, in, in my groups have always been skipping cutscenes and have had very little interest in the lore and have been giving me these face-palming moments when they're asking stupid questions about something that they've been told a dozen times by NPCs. Um, and when I started doing this, I was surprised every single day by the number of people who were, who were really into it and the number of people who had interesting questions and uh, the number of discussions that were being produced. Um, so, yeah, that's, why, that's basically why I'm doing it. No better reason, because people yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I think I think Sly and I kind of understand that doing things just because people enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I know Sly well, does so much for his viewers whenever he's streaming. Yeah. Oh, God. 
<laughs> that 24 hour stream, Sly. I'm sorry, this is going way off topic, guys, but um, uh, if anyone didn't check it out, Sly did a 24 hour stream recently. And I dropped in a couple of times and I came into the 23rd hour and you looked as fresh as you did in like the second. And I, I, I get to the end of raid night. I get to the end of like a two hour raid night and I'm just like, oh, God, <laughs> wrap it up. Oh, I need a drink. <laughs> um, so that was awesome. That was really cool. Thanks. I was feeling my beer. Um, Mm. Beer makes me sleepy. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off topic. Yes, Barry. <laughs> Beer makes me sleepy. That's all. That's all you need to know. All right. So, there are things that you notice that other people just don't care to notice. Now, we've talked about dungeons. We've talked about uh, quests, kind of a little bit. Mm -hmm. The sightseeing log. <laughs> God. So, see, at this is already done. You are both making the exact same face right now. Because <laughs> you gotta There's, wait till because a here's the thing: freaking Out, time out, of fucking day. outside of what the the sightseeing log is and how like lame it is to a lot of people, it actually attempts to create lore. Like there is every single entry has a lore entry. It explains the Damn. area and its history and all that. But that's not what I pay attention to. I pay attention to the fact that I had to sit there for about, you know, however many, like, <laughs> minutes in Aortian time or minutes in real time just to wait for, like, certain weather or a certain time of day or, you know, you got to get in a perfect position just to actually be on the Vista. And, yeah, that, like, that goes, that overshadows the lore. And I hate that. But so, so Sly, what I'm understanding is you love fishing. Because all the fish have lore, too. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. So, at this, have you done any of the sightseeing log? Do you know any of the entries? My experience with the sightseeing log, when it first came out, was I think, I think you did a... You covered, like, the first 10 or 20 in a video, and I was like, oh, awesome. Now I don't have to do the sightseeing log, because Happy's going to do it. <laughs> and then you, you didn't do another 60. one. I got to 60. I did all the way up to All right. 60. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you, you stopped at a point, and I was like, oh, fuck, now I'm going to have to fucking... <laughs> So I, yeah, I did the sightseeing log, and um, and it was awesome. Um, like you say, all the lore entries are really great. Anyone who hasn't done it, um, and if you don't want to do it, just go and look at one of the wikis for all the lore entries, because you will learn some really <laughs> so interesting just, stuff. There. So everybody watching, because I know none of you want to do it, that's your that's your solution. <laughs> yeah, that's your homework. Go and watch the wiki. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example right now. So. Uh, we've been seeing all of these uh, shots from the Sea of Clouds of all these ruins that are up there. And a lot of people have been thinking, uh, all right, who else has been up there? Who else built that? Um, well, I can draw your attention to the sightseeing log for the floating city of Nim. And it tells us, hang on. So the accepted theory as to how the city was torn from the realm involves the over-aspecting of corrupted wind crystals. So... What I infer from that is that those ruins we're seeing up there are the remnants of the city of Nim. And I'll be surprised if they're not. And I wouldn't have known that without the sightseeing log. I wouldn't have speculated that. See? Do the so, sightseeing log, everyone. And do the sightseeing I, log. I imagine with how quickly he had that information available that he has a board up of just like, thing, like you know how people try to figure <laughs> out crime? Where they like have the line short, like he just has you know, a whole a whole board of, of post-it notes. Yeah, just up and, here. And pictures. Yeah. And in the center yeah. is just Minfilia. <laughs> so it's like an FBI no, the, the board. Center, 
The center is Rion J, mate. There you ah, go. Rion J is yeah. where it's at. <laughs> so do your sightseeing logs. Just pretend there's no wiki. What about the crafted quest and gathering quests? Because I actually haven't paid um, any attention to those. And apparently they're supposed to actually be lore with those. A little bit. You mean just the, the 1 to 50s? Well, I mean also looking forward, because there's supposed to be a lot more lore with the crafting and gathering going into the expansion with these whole talisman quests where you're able to, mm. you have to discover the lore of a zone in order to find out where the mining points are, the gathering points are. What mm. could... What could we learn about, let's assume that is the floating city of Nim and the remnants. What can we learn about that through things like that? You know, you know, the ores they use, the plants they use, the, the medicines they use, any of that stuff. And how it yeah, well, have we, affected them and their civilization. We, we know, I, I definitely am expecting to see stuff like that in flavor text from gathering. I mean, we, we already have gathering stuff um, that tells us about Mericidia, like we know certain fish are native to Mericidia and certain plants are native to Mericidia. Um, and we can infer stuff from that. Um, I'm not going to actually go too far into that because that's going to be in your, in your quiz later. Damn it. <laughs> I was so hoping to squeeze something out of him by accident. And for, no, him, to no, no, no. And for him to just cover his mouth like shit. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, it's what started to get me through gathering. I'm not going to say get me into gathering because, you know, everyone has to do gathering at some point, I suppose. Um, but when I started doing it and I started reading all the, all the flavor text, I was, yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed. I, I absolutely love it how um, we're not just given exposition. We're not just given, you know, here's, here's the law. There it is. Um, you have to go looking for it. You have to be interested in it. Um, and, yeah, law junkies definitely do crafting and gathering. And that's definitely something to look forward to. Alright, well, what about gear or armor? In terms of lore? Because everything's referential. Mm -hmm. So you've already mm -hmm. spoke about the gay bulg a little bit. There's gotta mm -hmm. be something else in there. Because you also have Eorzean Armoire as another set. So I've, I've, we're just covering all of your series here, pretty much, and your favorites and your thoughts on them. Um... Yeah, it was your armoire is is about um, basically referential weapons, um, and there are an awful lot of them. Um, like you say, uh, I'm trying to think of a really interesting one. I think katana is a really interesting one because katana ties very closely. Uh, for anyone who doesn't who hasn't seen it, um, katana was originally the sword of Tristan from Tristan und Isolde. Um, which uh, was basically a, a Germanic variant of the, the Arthurian legend. It was one of the Knights of Arthur. And um, it got handed down to some Danish paladin who was a, uh, a knight of Charlemagne. And then it ended up in the British monarchy. And the Kurtana has actually been used in the coronation of every single British monarch for about 900 years, um, which is pretty fascinating. Um, and... Among Charlemagne's knights, it had two Forge brothers, which we also know are in Final Fantasy XIV, called Joyus and Durandal. And I was originally expecting the Dark Knight relic to be one of those two, um, just based on that reference. And um, I think it was, what was it, the, the Little Ladies' Day? We got the, the giant dolls. I'm not going to lie, I didn't pay attention at all to Little Ladies' Day. 
Not one bit. All right. So for the latest Little Ladies Day, we got three dolls of 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 the three paladins um, with uh, uh, reconstructions of Kurtana, Joyus, and Durandal. So we know that they're they're literally just carbon copies of Kurtana now, but. Um, it does tie in very literally, and a lot of the weapons in the game do that. So, wait, isn't Cortana one? Isn't Cortana, Joyus, and Durandal the three swords when Uldah was initially founded? The yeah. the swords of yeah, the Sultan swords. Yeah, the first Sultan sworn. Yeah. See, I know stuff. I'm not as worried as you. <laughs> so I, I didn't need a cheat sheet for that. <laughs> so there's a lot actually in um, in Uldar in reference to the, the Knights of Charlemagne and all that sort of myth. Um, I I laughed so hard when I saw Pippin showing up, uh, Raoul Bond's adopted son, Pippin's and he horror. was in he was in um, uh, what was that five part short story series? Tales uh, from the Calamity is that it? Mm -hmm, is that what they called yeah. it? Yeah. So he was he was mentioned in that, and I didn't really think of it. Um, but when we saw him as Pippin, I'd just been writing on um, uh, on Emmerich, and uh, and he he again is from a lot of these uh, chansons de geste um, from from the French medieval epics, and um, Charlemagne's father was called Pippin the Small. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Pippin the Younger being a Lalafell, I thought that was just, that was hilarious. First, we haven't even gotten to the trivia, trivia show yet. I already feel like I'm taking a college course on, like, <laughs> English history, on, like, on, on, like, England history, European history. I hope, you are, I hope you're all taking notes in, in the <laughs> chat, because I've just... I knew, I like, he was talking about, he's talking about the, the sword and dirt all, like, I did not know any of that. <laughs> I knew I knew what it had to do with old eye. I didn't I didn't know anything past. <laughs> I did know the story of Tristan Isolde. I didn't know the story like the name of the sword specifically. <laughs> That's the only thing. So we're even then, Sly. Yeah, we're even. So we're even then. Alright, so we talked about a lot of things thus far. But when we had the top of the show, we spoke a little bit on the main story. I spoke to you before we went live with the pre show about a bunch of things regarding the Asians that you assured me I would that the knowledge wouldn't do me no good at all. But the plot is very centric around them. So if they're not if it's not on the thing, do you know what's going on with the main player and uh, you know, the Scions and the Asians and all that stuff that they kinda left us with there at the end in two point five five? Do I know what's going on? Do you no, know, do you know think you have on. any idea what's going on there? Based on... Because you have to have knowledge of where all these characters draw their inspirations. The Scions, the Asians. Because the Asians, I, I know you know that one. But... <laughs> I know, Yeah, see? He smiled. I know he knows where the Asians... Where they, where they draw all of their inspirations from. Do you, do you think you um, can sort of give us a roadmap of where you think this is leading? Like, are, the, are those... Are, the scions for the most part still alive you know the betrayals that we've had so far you know the, those evil lalafells the scions are not dead i can tell he, you that straight he up he did not he okay other he said than, that with the straightest face <laughs> other than other than the accidental leak at the last live letter what makes you so sure of that 
Um, just, just as a plot device, it would be really stupid to kill all of them at once when they've had so little uh, character development so far. I mean, the, the only characters in that bunch that have really had any development is um, uh, Thancred and Minfilia, which we haven't really seen much of in A Realm Reborn. Most of Minfilia's development happened between 1.0 and 2.0. Um, well, she developed already. I just think, yeah, yeah, I just think that... Um, Stop. <laughs> I think I broke slide what are we that oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ethis just realized what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're all dead. Um, I don't think any of them are dead. I think that they've been taken out of the picture to give us an opportunity, um, an opportunity to deal with something that a lot of people have been complaining about. That the Warrior of Light thus far has been an agent of other people's agendas. You know, we're told by Alfino to jump, and we jump. We're told by Minfilia to jump, and we jump. Um, Midgardzimmer said something interesting when we confronted him, um, which was basically about taking charge of our own destiny and becoming responsible for our own actions and, and making decisions. Now, I don't think we're going to develop into a, a different style of RPG where we're suddenly you know, making decisions and stuff like that. Um, but what I think we are doing is sort of taking initiative. And the next group of allies that we're going to have surrounding us, we're going to be responsible for. We're going to be building them. Um, people like, uh, like Iceheart, people like Emmerich, like Midgard some more, um, they're going to be following us. That's what I think. Good. It's about damn time. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think the, the story of uh, Before the Fall Part 2 for the Warrior of Light is... In a lot of ways, the, the training wheel is coming off. We talk about training. Training! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sly, Sly, what did you... Th now, Sly, as somebody who probably... Did, did you watch it and actually like try to think about it on, on a more cerebral level? Or did you just watch it and then kind of go with what it was? Because I got to know. Because you're, you, you're someone who loves story and mysteries and things like that. So I want to pick your brain on this too. In terms of the theories about the um, oncoming uh, 3.0 story? Yeah. Like, do you have, like, based on the final events, you know, we have Urian J as a point of mystery. We have Midgard Sommer as a point of mystery. The Scion's fate, all as points of mystery. Where do you, where do you think it's taken us? Okay, um, slowly but surely, I've come to the belief that the Scions are not dead. Uh, I think I was beginning to think that, like, maybe a few of them were going to drop off and maybe a few might come back. Mixed, mixed feelings, but I think they are not dead. Um, I think Urianje is working with the um, Asians to bring back Moonbreda. Um, I think Midgard Sormer um, wants peace between the Dravanians and um, everyone else. Uh, where Lolito plays into this, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know where we're going to take it. I mean, we, we have all these rumors about the um, Omega weapon and everything. I don't know how that's going to come in. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's pretty much it in terms of everything else. Like, I don't have really any true conspiracy th theories that, I mean, not yet. That's another big point that I some we somehow got through all this without discussing was Omega Weapon. Yeah. Mm. Like, where is that going to come into play? How is that going to come into play? Well, so what I know about Omega Weapon is he's generally opposite to Shinryu who is a dragon that can travel interdimensionally. So so he's the Greg dragon. Yeah, he's he's the Greg dragon pretty much. So where he is, I feel like Shinryu should also be. Is that <laughs> is that wrong to think that that leads to Shinryu being a plot point at this? No, I don't think so. Um, I actually hadn't thought of that before, but if Shinryu ends up turning up in Heaven's Ward, that might serve as a catalyst for uh, Omega, I guess, waking up, so to speak. Because um, we know that he's below Kartno at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he's below Kartno and he's in a weakened state. His true mm. form can contend with Bahamut's power, but he's mm. in a weakened state currently. He's inactive, and even if he was active, he wouldn't be as strong as he was initially intended to be. Well, my hypothesis at the moment, I guess, would be that Lollarito is planning on digging him up and, you know, dusting him off a bit for some kind of, you know, annexing the rest of Eorzea under his subjugation kind of idea. And um, he's going to set about to that and Uldar, all the people are going to realize what a baddie he is. And then maybe Shinri will come along and Omega will just go batshit crazy and we'll have to deal with that. And then from the fallout of defeating Omega Weapon, we'll be able to, uh, to free Uldar and, and cut that stupid potato in half. <laughs> we cut one potato in half. Yeah, well, there's Sly one. Sly likes the fact that you call him a potato a little bit too much. <laughs> Sly's trying to hide his laughter over there. Yes. Yeah. What I'm curious is, like, what form do you, like, because throughout every Final Fantasy, like, each, each, iter each iteration of Shinryu has been different. What form do you think we're going to see Shinryu in? Because I really they, don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't really thought much of Shinryu before now, before Happy was just, um, was just making that point. What do you think, Happy? I think I think we're gonna see him similar to his old 16-bit days, but just more of a modernizer. I mean, the general he's got he's got one appearance that kind of Final Fantasy XI embraced when they brought him in, um, and mm -hmm. that's that of he's a dragon with an upper body with wings, and then general just a long kind of tail that that swings you know under him and behind him. So he's almost like uh, it's almost like. I'm trying I'm trying to think of a reference point. I I imagine he'll be very similar to that kind of appearance in Dragon as opposed to potentially the multi-headed one, which is the other mm. potential uh, choice mm -hmm. for Shinryu. I, I feel like the we've seen a lot of teases of, of dragons with lots of heads. That's the problem for me. Like, Tiamat is a dragon with, all, with, with multiple heads. Uh, some people think he might be a Hydra model because of the multiple heads thing. Um, I think they're going to go with the more original looking one and distinguish him a little bit more with the dragon that has just the upper, the torso, the upper body, the head, and then the long tail going outward. Yeah. I seem to think that he's going to go with the multiple head. The only Shinryu that really didn't make sense to me was the 12 cent Shinryu that kind of looks like an Asclepius, what is now known as Asclepius. 
Um, yeah, we'll pretend that one doesn't exist. Yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy XII did a lot of things to a lot of classic <laughs> Final Fantasy characters in favor of being... Uh, well, I mean, I guess it made sense in the context of Final Fantasy XII because Ivalice is its own universe. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to kind of be separated from some of the other some of the other universes in some way, shape, or form. Although, because the thing that pissed me off about Final Fantasy XII is the airship names. <laughs> I I cannot forgive them for that. Bahamut and and Alex, oh, just I can't. I get it. All right, we're not gonna go into Final Fantasy XII. I hate, I hate, <laughs> everything's an airship in Final Fantasy XII. Oh, uh, we triggered Mister Happy. There we go. Yep. I can't stand that. I can't stand how many things are just airship. It's like when Shiva was a bike. Nobody stopped making that joke in Final Fantasy XIII <laughs> about Shiva. Yoshi P said, "When Shiva makes an appearance in the game, don't worry, she won't be a bike." That's what he said. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> she won't be a bike. Don't worry. All right. So, we're going to be getting into the very special part of the broadcast soon. There's just a couple last things. So, major predictions for Heaven's Word. What is your number one prediction or lore point that you want to see explored in Heaven's Word outside of the ones we've spoken about, like Omega? Something that's just completely off the wall crazy. All right. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure everyone's fairly familiar by now with the theory that um, the Dravanians are actually descended from the Mericidians. And they're the sort of remnants of the, the Mericidians that survived uh, the, the Allegan Empire's fall. Um, I think I subscribe to that at the moment for a number of reasons. Partly because uh, I think that that is the origin of the, the Dravanian conflict with um with Ishgard is this sort of already millennia old uh hatred of of man in general um i think that that's what midgard zormer is referring to when he says that sons must answer for their for their father's crimes um and i also think that there's a very good reason we're seeing the new emperor showing up in the sea of clouds um Happy Sly, I'm sure you both remember the reason we were originally in Coil, in First Coil, was because the Garlands were trying to annex it and they were trying to get their hands at Allegan Tech. And when we first saw Twintania and we first realized what the Neuralink was, um, Alizé made a, a big point of how the Garlands, if they had ever heard of that, would want to pursue that um, as, as a weapon. I suspect that, uh, that the Emperor is showing up in Eorzea, um, just as all the dragons are, are getting about, um, because he's heard about these Neuralinks and because he wants to weaponize the Dravanian Horde. And I think that that is going to be the thing that unites uh, the Dravanians and Eorzea in the same way that the Garlands originally united the Eorzean Alliance. Um, and that, that's off the wall speculation. That's, I've no idea whether that's going to happen or not, but I think all the pieces are in place. Um, and I think that that would be a really interesting direction for the story to take. Well, you got somebody in the chat who's supporting you. Maybe they were trying to uh, do that to Midgard Sommer. Someone's saying that's why, you know, picking up the remnants. Yeah, that's of the what I was airship. suspecting at the time. Yeah. Because that, they, that was a very well-established research post. They weren't just, like, taking scrap metal. Yeah, no, if they were just taking scrap metal, they would have been in and out. 
they wouldn't yeah. still be there what five years later yeah yeah uh sly what about you is there any major plot point that you just you want to see unfold and don't say anything about potatoes why would I say anything about potatoes? Because you were, because you seem to, <laughs> you seem to especially like the whole "cut that potato in half" comment. Uh, something off the, like an off the wall prediction. Like off a, the wall prediction. Prediction that will surely go wrong. Um, I mean, you don't got to be pessimistic about it. it can because be right. more, more than likely, it probably will go wrong. Uh, if I had to predict anything, God, can't put me on the spot. It, and my prediction is going to be so simple. It's, it's not going to be as deep as Ethos's, but somewhere in along the lines of 3.0, whether it be near the end, eventually. We almost lost her, but I think eventually um, Minfilia will give herself up for the greater good. Even, like, let's say if, even though we already seen, um, foresee, like, saw um, a bit of a teaser in uh, the last live letter, I think eventually, in later down the line in 3.0, Minfilia will give herself up for the greater good. So she'll be useful, that's what you're saying. I didn't say it. He said that everyone. I <laughs> I didn't say it. So, Why are you gonna so be an she, ass? Well, because she's been. What is she? You were the one who was talking about the S and M positions before. <laughs> that the different only difference between her and Professor Xavier was that was the S and M position <laughs> that she That's gets it. captured in. That's the only thing. She brought together the circle of the knowing and the warriors of light. In the signs of the seventh dawn, she is Professor Xavier. She might not do anything particularly useful herself, whether or not she has the capacity to. But we look at her now and we think, what is she doing? Everything that she did, she did between 1.0 and 2.0. And what she did was pretty amazing. She was the first person who that we know of had the echo and she worked out what it was all about. And then we got it and she's just like, huh, come back to the yeah. waking sands. So somebody else can tell you what to do, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So those are the predictions for Heavensward. We have one last thing to talk about before the trivia show. No, 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 no. What is your prediction? Oh. Uh, my pre you don't, you you don't, okay. Yeah, you don't my prediction. I actually, <laughs> I actually stated a prediction. My off-the-wall prediction is that the, that the ASEAN's plan is to bring down the floating continent to bring about another rejoining by moving the warring triad that is on there. That was that's my off the wall thing because the warring triad is obviously a plot point because there's additional art of it now on the uh, on the official page. It's the floating continent, so it's obviously drawing inspiration from either Final Fantasy three or six. And considering Final Fantasy three, your home continent is the floating continent, and Final Fantasy six is where the warring triad takes place. I'll assume that's the big thing. And the Asians just they got if the warring triads were ever moved, disaster. And what did they want? Disaster. I think. Do they, do they really want disaster? Yes, that's the Asians' entire. All seven Umbral eras have occurred because the Asians was trying to bring back Zodiac. That there have been seven rejoinings and seven Umbral eras. They want an eighth one because they need another shot at bringing him back. And that would be a disaster. You saw what Kefka did in Final Fantasy VI. That would be a disaster. 
World of Ruin is the exact name. I'm going with that. That's that's my like I said before the show. I looked. I know everything about the Asians now. So. My theory has to do with them. That's the only lore point. That's the only thing I got to back up my predictions. All right. I'll now buy that. That. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Would would it be? I mean, we got to go there for some reason. Yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta be threatening to us to give us a reason to go there. Otherwise, we would never care about what the floating continent has on it. It's just like, oh, that's cool. Look, island. <laughs> that would be the end of it. All right. So now, we have one final thing. We spoke about these new and original stories, but mine was kind of also in the realm of this last question before we get to the trivia. And that is... Are there any plot points in other Final Fantasies that you think or you would like to see come over to Final Fantasy XIV? Because Yoshi P is moving towards a more... He says he wants to move towards a more organic story. And then he puts the floating continent up in the sky and, <laughs> and says, no, yeah, we're, we're more organic, totally. We're more original now. What do you guys think? Do you think he's going to pull any more plot points out of other Final Fantasy games, not just Ivalice and Six and Three at this point, which he already has? And seven, if you want to go back to 1.0. If anyone knows me, I'm a huge fan of the Fabula Nova Crystallis. So I would love for him to draw inspiration from that. Either, either one, either one, um, 15, um, 13, or Type 0. Either one. 13? I'm sorry, but somebody else. If I, I'm just curious because I know what you know is going to happen from you saying that. Like, I hope you even at this is giving you faces right now. Like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have said 13. <laughs> so I left 13 out and just kept 15. And I mean, type I guess zero. you saved yourself because type zero and 13, they both take place in the Fabula Nova Chrysalis universe. So the Lissy, mm -hmm. the Falsy thing. Yeah, it's it's better done in type zero, in my opinion. Although I know at has made videos about like Bismarck and stuff, talking about him as a as a Falsy and how important their roles actually are. So, I guess like, I could roll with it with the whole Falsy Lassie thing. I'm down. I'll accept it, Sly. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. At this, what about you? Um, I believe him. Uh, I, I mean, I believe Yoshi, and I believe Sly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he says that we're moving towards more organic stuff, I think a lot of people may have been slightly misinterpreting that. They're wanting to see stuff like Ravana. Um, when I think of more organic stuff, again, in the context of Final Fantasy, I look at the fact that we've got Shiva, who in most games is very one-dimensional, just a you know, summon or a boss or whatever it is she is. But in 14, she's a very complicated character, this ice heart with you know, political motivations. She's not just a bad guy. Like Ifrit and Titan... And Garuda were just, they were just enemies. They were just bosses. Leviathan was the same. Um, Ramu started to get a little bit more interesting. Um, and I think that that is what we're referring to. We're, we're using the same tropes, but we're using them in more creative and, and interesting and dynamic ways. Um, and I think that's going to be true of everything in Heaven's Ward. I hope it's going to be true of everything in Heaven's Ward. So you're saying primals with personalities, basically, not just like I'm here, just kill me, whatnot. Just primals yeah. will have more of a more of a part in the story. Yeah, but I I'll also extend that 
to the dragons. Um, I mean, it's already obvious that the dragons are, are far more complicated than the, the sort of uh, antagonists that the Ishgardians think they are. Um, and I'd also extend that to things like the, the floating continent. I think that they're going to start to be used in, in more, um, more interesting and, um, and complicated ways, ways that you wouldn't really be able to, to flesh out in a classic Final Fantasy game with the, the fairly limited sort of, you know, memory that you have. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I think. Nothing, nothing specific from any other game, but I'm, yeah. Just so, even if they still draw inspirations from the other games, which they obviously will, they'll find, they'll, yeah. they'll Crystal Tower it is what you're saying to me. Like Crystal Tower, even though it, you know, you'd say, oh, you know, this storyline is mostly pulled directly from Final Fantasy 3. The entire instance is dedicated to Final Fantasy 3. That didn't stop them from making it Final Fantasy's own story. And you couldn't yeah, believe exactly that right. this was the first time that Crystal Tower had appeared in the series. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Hmm. I guess that's okay. As long as, I don't, as long as I don't have to fight Sephiroth, I guess I'm okay with it. You already have. Nail Van Darnus is Sephiroth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't see that. It's things like that, like that bother me. Like, there's a 1.0 cutscene where Nail Van Darnus is walking through fire, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding? And he's bringing down Meteor, and this try to summon Holy to stop. Like, it's it's literally all of 1.0 was just Final Fantasy VII. To be it. fair, Gaius got the the walking through fire as well. Yes, he did. I don't mm. know why they keep doing that, but I think Nero's was way more like. It was it was so obvious that it was him. Oh. It was so yeah. obvious Nero's was literally oh, yeah. a recreation Nails. of Sephiroth's nail. I don't know why I keep saying Nero. That guy's got his own story. <laughs> nail. Nail. Yeah, he was just straight up Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> so was Everyone. Ultron. So was Ultron. That's true. I mean Oh see, Ultron's more like me with, with the with the floating continent, because I think he wants to bring it down. Anyway. Mm. Alright, so <laughs> Sorry, I just read something in in our show notes that made me laugh. At this, at this, I think you'll see it if you just look at the bottom. <laughs> I think it has to do with the uh, the whole developed statement. Outstanding. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, for those of you who weren't here for the pre-show or haven't been paying attention to social media, we have a special show planned for you guys. So, this is the first half of the show. If you give me just a minute, we will begin the second half of the show, which, you know, I'm just not going to say anything else at this. I'm going to switch to our uh, our planned presentation. And why don't why don't you take us into the remainder of the show that where this is the part where Sly and I look stupid. What do you, what do you guys say? Here's I, I've, I've got your beautiful image on the screen right now. So how about uh, how about you? Uh, you, you start the show for real at this. All right, I'll, I'll give you the preamble, shall I? Explain the image. Please. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to start this like an Ethis video, if anyone's familiar with the way I start videos in, in my very kind of scripted manner. So. <laughs> it has been held as one of the most closely guarded secrets of the Calamity, but the Tupsamati was not the only relic of Archon Levelio recovered from Cartano. From that historic battle with the Elder Primal as he transcended from his mortal form and launched into the sky, Louis Soir's Subligar was blasted into the crater left behind. 
Having for so long cupped his loins without soap or reprieve, his spirit bond with these undergarments was strong, and the quantity of ether they had absorbed from the impact of battle was immense. Years later, salvagers discovered the subligar glowing bright beneath a pile of feathers and ash, and returned it to the scions of the Seventh Thorn, who have sought ever since for a champion of Eorzean lore worthy to wear this mantle of the Archon. And so they have conceived the very greatest contest of wisdom and wit. This is Eorzevia. Yeah, it's Eorzevia. I, I I wrote it down as Eorvizia for some reason. <laughs> It was, Aeol, I, it was so hard to keep it together <laughs> while you were doing that because I have jazzy, jazzy friggin' game show music playing. I have the shining subligar <laughs> on the screen, and I have to, and I just have to stare at him like this on my screen. He just, oh my! <laughs> so you All can, right. uh, you guys can thank Ethis for that one because that's just the most incredible thing. I'm sorry, anyone who's gonna just be listening to this. Because you just you should go watch the video version immediately. Yes, please. To see what you missed. So, at this, why don't you explain to everyone what your Zivia is? Alright, so we got a we got a trivia game show. You guys are gonna have I think it's about eight questions each. Um, okay. we're gonna go one in turn. Um, so Sly, you'll start and if why? you can't answer. Thank God. If you cannot answer, then we'll move on to Mr. Happy. Yeah, um, we and we'll continue like that. Each question will be whole, worth... Can we do the whole Super Bowl thing where we flip a coin to go see who goes first? Do you have a coin? Do you want to flip a coin? Sly's got coins. You got a coin, Sly? Give me one second. He's making sure <laughs> it has two heads, so before he calls heads, he knows he can win. No, I'm not. He, he just realized that his cheat sheet's in his wallet. No. <laughs> I have a coin. Alright, okay. Heads for happy. Come on, Two-Face. Show us. It's just a penny. God damn it. <laughs> damn it, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want us to see the other side. Alright, heads. Tails. It All is right. a... Okay. <sighs> Alright. Heads for happy, tails for me. Yeah. Sly tails. Foxes have tails. <laughs> I told you were first. It's, you should you you should have said you should have said well whoever it lands on gets to pick who goes first. Yeah. It's too late for you, Sly. Too late for that. Um, so it's going to be one point per question until we get to the lightning round. You're going to have one lightning round each, and uh, right. So for the lightning round, we're going to have. Three points if you get more than half correct. If you get them all correct, you'll get ten points. Oh, Jesus Christ. So the lightning round's going to be pretty clench. Okay, are you ready, Sly, for the first question? Hell no, but go ahead. <laughs> all right, so it is generally accepted that the War of the Magi was a primary catalyst for the sixth umbral calamity. What was this calamity and who instigated it? So we got War of the Magi, we've got the Amdapori. I'll give you that hint. The Amdapori. War of the Magi. Uh, I 
this is the name on my cheat sheet. God damn it. <laughs> I knew I'm so happy his cheat sheet doesn't have this on it. I'm so happy. I'll pass. I'll pass on it. Happy. The sixth umbral out sixth umbral era was the great flood that damaged hey. Eorzea. It followed and... the elements of water and was likely caused by the abuse of magic from the white mages. Slide I'm gonna does give you not a look happy that I knew that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you a point for that. Um, so who actually caused the flood? We, we know that it was a response to the abuse of the white mages of Amdapori. But do we know who actually caused it? The actual cause? Well... Well, I could go back a step further with it because I, I mean, I know who it actually caused it, but I don't think you're asking me the question that I think you're asking me. Uh, let's see. A great flood. This I don't think I actually know. Was it? I think, I think I have it somewhere here. He's got them. So I get, I, I have them too. Yes. I have them too. Um, let's see. Sly, if you find it first, shout out. Are you looking for an exact name? No. I, I'm not looking. I'm like, this is... Because the, Asi no the Asians are, the res like I said earlier, resulting of all oh, yeah. temporal errors. So that's like yeah. cheating to say the Asians. Yeah, that's right saying answer. the Asians is cheating. <laughs> um, yeah, because I just know it's I, the white mages of... Uh, I wasn't. I don't think it was the white mages of Amdapuri, was it? I thought it was Nim. I thought it was... Oh, no, no. Those were the scholars of Nim, the... The uh, the white mages of the Amdapuri and the black mages of uh, I don't remember the third one. No, I don't. I don't pass. Diabolos. So the white mages, um, and and I I think that this ties into Diabolos because I think it was actually the white mages that summoned Diabolos and tried to use Diabolos as as some kind of you know weapon or battery in a similar way that the Allegans were using uh, Bahamut. Um, so it pissed off the elementals. Um, the elementals have uh, a sort of, I guess, a representative of each sort of aspect of them, and their aspect of nihility called Oha Sok uh, flooded the earth and uh, destroyed Amdapur. And after the flood, as we know, the elementals forced everyone underground into Gelmora. Okay. So that's the full answer, but happy you got a point for that. So Giving wait, that. are we going to get bonus points? Like, are you going to give us a question and then give us a follow-up for bonuses? Was that what that was, or was that my question? No, that, that, that was worth a bonus point. You got one point. You got one point. I got one point. I'm glad I took it. And this next, question, this next question is yours anyway. Okay. Um, okay, so this is a Garland question. Which is the highest... Which is the highest of the following ranks in the Galen military hierarchy? Oh, you gotta be fucking Sass. kidding me! Uh, watch me get this wrong. Just watch. Sass, Nan, or Toll? See? Okay, well, it's obviously not Toll because Nero Toll Skeva. Um, should be, uh, Nan. Nope. Is that your final wait, answer? Wait, wait, wait. What were the options again? Yeah, what were the options? Sass. Sus, none, toll. I'll give you the question again, just to make the question really clear. Which is the highest of the following ranks in the Galen 
military hierarchy. Well, I mean, we have Livia, Sasunia, Nero, Tolskeva. So, and the fact that you say military almost leads me to believe that non is not military. That's political, unfortunately, with what you just said to me. <laughs> so this is a definitely a trick question. Um, uh, Use your words, Happy. Yeah, because here's the thing. I know, I know Solus Zos Galvis. Zos, unless, that, unless you mean Zos and not Livius Sos. Is it S-A-S or Z-O-S? S-A-S. S-A-S. Good. Okay, I needed to clear that up. Um, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm just going to go with non. Final answer. Final answer? Final answer. Can I answer? Yeah, you can answer. Okay. Can answer I'll, give the, I'll give the full because I think I do remember this. Zos Zos is the emperor, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nero Tolskava, Zos Sos and Tol are pretty much the same rank. It's just that Tol is higher than Sos, correct? And what's Nan? Nan is the lowest ranking. Okay, you're you're absolutely right. Toll is Damn. a higher ranking. I was gonna tribunal go with Toll too, but I was like, Sass. I don't know the last one. So here's the thing: everyone everyone sees uh, Livia sort Sass of talking Junius. down on 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 Nero, yeah. mm -hmm. and presumes that she's a higher rank. But the implication is that there's a, a romantic connection between her and Gaius, yeah. and you know Nero being Gaius's bitch is. Her bitch by extension, <laughs> but Toll Toll is actually the higher of the two ranks. Uh, Nan uh, designates a minister of industry, so we had Sid Nan Garland. Um, okay. So that is going to be two points for Sly. Boom! Yeah, he got the full explanation. That's only fair. You got the full explanation. I, I shouldn't have banked on the one I didn't know anything about. <laughs> I, I, have you ever looked at a multiple choice and been like, well, I know these two, but this third one I don't know, so it's got to be the answer. <laughs> That's pretty much where I went. I just um, don't know. I Riven just don't Road. remember the other two rankings. What are the other two rankings? The other two rankings? Yeah, because they um, are... Below the Legatus? Because I know Zos is the, like, Emperor. I know Tol, mm -hmm. Sas, and Nan. There were mm -hmm. two or three more, I think. I'm not sure... We've just got the centurions and stuff like that below them, as okay. far as I know. So just just all of those Roman designations that we're already quite familiar with. Um, sorry, Riven wrote in the chat. I'll, I'll just address this really quickly. Nero mentioned frumentarium. Frumentarium is basically the the secret service of the Galilean military. Just to put that one out there, that wasn't mentioned again. You're right, but um, that's that's my inference. Okay, next question is for Sly. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yes. Slide, yes. Slide. Okay. Yes. Slide. Hmm. Why do so many Lalafels alliterate their speech? There's a very specific cultural reason for it. I could go the happy route and just say they're just evil freaking. <laughs> no. They're just potatoes. Um, very specific reason for Lollafil's alliterating their speech. Damn. Wow. 
I don't think it has to do with their region of origin. Yeah, I don't know. Happy? Well, I want to be lame and say because they did it in Final Fantasy XI and the Lollafells are a common <laughs> copy of the Taru Tarus, therefore alliteration mm -hmm. is kind of standard. All I know about the Lollafells is they age slowly. So if it doesn't have to do with their age or or their, uh, yeah, if it doesn't have to do with their age, I'd be very surprised. I doubt it has to do with the size of their lungs because they're very small. But it's a very specific thing. Yeah, it's a very specific Think Think of, um... <sighs> Try to give you a hint without giving it away. Think, think of how a um, how a cultural group on Earth might might alliterate or might rhyme their speech, and, and a reason that they might be doing that. There's there's only two things I could think of. One would be so that they can at least so they can understand each other more specifically without the other cultures necessarily recognizing what they're trying to say. But the way Lollafells use their alliteration is, is like, it's not, it's not useful alliteration. It's just like, they just do it. And it doesn't actually, to mm. me, it doesn't feel like it's fulfilling an extra point of context. Uh, the only other reason would be because the parents did it. <laughs> and they just kind of picked it up over decades. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, cause I don't have a better answer to, uh, to have conversations around other cultures without them sort of figuring out everything that they're trying to say. That's the best I got based on your hint. That's, that's an interesting guess. Um, so Valend in the chat gets the point for that one. I'm trying really so, hard not to look at the chat because I know with how long we're taking to answer this <laughs> that like, I could just look at the chat and get the answer. Right. So for the, for the longest time, uh, Lullafels, they were nomadic people. And they pass their history down through oral tradition. So they would alliterate in the same way that we have uh, like epic poems and stuff like that that are, that are in sort of rhyming stanzas and such. Um, and you're actually closer when you said because their parents did because they, they're obviously not nomadic anymore. Uh, they do read and write now. But it's just kind of stuck as this, uh, this sort of cultural quirk. Damn it. I should have gone with that. I'm always so close to the answer, and I just go with the one that I, that makes less sense. I, just keep, I keep shooting myself in the foot. Damn it. All right. Valen, Valen's, All right. Valen's tied with me. All right. Um, is, Sly, I think this is your question. No, no, no. Jeez, no, no. Uh, it's Tappy's. Tappy's yeah, yeah, question? All right. Oh, God, this is a really easy one as well. I'm sorry, God Sly. God damn it. And Sly, what? I lost the last easy one. That's true. That's true. Go ahead. What is the name of the current Emperor of Garlemald? Oh, God, really? Current Emperor? So the current Emperor. So you mean that the uncle or whatever his name is? Don't give him that hit, the one, no. The one that is currently the Emperor. The one that is... Going into Heaven's Ward. Currently the Emperor. See, I'm, I actually am trying to remember because I don't 100% remember... Is the one we saw in the cutscene. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know which one it is. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had to say his name. And so I feel really bad that I may or may not actually remember his name. It'll be, no one's, you... It'll be no one's fault. But no, no, you don't need to give me a hint because it's something I should honestly know. And I know Sly <laughs> knows it. Damn straight I do. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's something that's definitely slipped my mind over the past few months because I haven't had to say his name in a long, long time. I also don't have it handy. I only know 
that his last I, I, I don't even think I know his last name. I just know the old emperor's name off the top of my head because I had to say that one a lot. Um, it's the same last name. Yeah, I, I, I know it's the same last name. It's also S-O-Z. It's just the first part of the name that slips in my mind because I always used to say Salas, 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 and that's the old emperor. Um, I don't even think it begins with an S. Nope. 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 Sly. For some reason, I keep just... <laughs> Sly, uh, you know what, Sly? You, you deserve this one. Thank you. You've been getting all the freaking Carlin questions anyway. Yeah, Solus um, Zos Galvis was the former emperor, and he is the grandfather of the now emperor Varus Zos Galvis. Varus, that's what it is. I should have known. Varus, the there we go. Now, this um, this is a really interesting one. I, I assume you both, uh, it, it was way back that we were sort of talking about um, uh, Solus's uh, kind of etymology um, mm -hmm. in the official forums, and uh, basically concluded that it came to one leader. So very kind of Kim Jong-un kind of feeling. <laughs> Dictatorship. Um, Varus is also a really interesting one. So Varus in uh, Finnish is a carrion crow. So we've got an implication of uh, a carrion feeder sort of feeding on the, the corpse of the former emperor of the former empire. Um, Varus is Latin for a kind of a deformity or pox or sickness. So the implication of Varus's name is, is that he's literally feeding on the, the dead and decaying empire and that he's some kind of corruption and sickness. Mm. Um, and that gives a little bit of credence, just a little bit of credence to what I really want to see is that Gaius is not dead and Gaius already having a precedent for um, going against Galilean policies that are particularly stupid is going to instigate some kind of Galilean civil war in the future. That's what I hope. But, but uh, yeah, that's an interesting tidbit on the name for you. Um, who gets the point there? Sam gets the point. Yeah, he's three out of one. Three, one. Ooh. Okay. Well, he got the two on the first one, or it would be two, one. And it's his question now, too. That's true. All right, it's your question. Uh, how many onzes are in a pons? Ons in a pons. How many onses are in a pons? <sighs> okay, because I really, because I remember seeing the ons in uh, the um, the what do you call it? Fight the the um, ulti fight. It's a thousand ons. I'm gonna give you a hint, Sly. Okay. Ons and pons come from a very specific unit of measure. 16. 16. 16 ounces. Ounces? 16. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yep. 16 ounces in ponds. Yeah, because I thought uh, I honestly I didn't want to see Sly get that one wrong because I knew that. <laughs> no, that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. So we got sixteen onzes in a pond. We've got two thousand ponds in a tons, uh, twelve ilms in a fulm, three fulms in a yalm, and seventeen hundred and sixty yalms in a malm. Yeah. Which makes me think that the true nature of the Galian invasion is to teach you damn scrubs the metric system. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't worry, they're trying to teach it to us in college. It's as soon as you leave college that the rest of the world becomes the rest of America uh, becomes stupid. Yeah. Jeez. In Mark. college, they don't let us use pounds. They, they never Mark. let us use pounds. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Sly! It's uh, please tell me you can tell that it's uh, it's ounces and pounds. I can't. And that's why I thought that's I got to give him the answer. Yeah, and that's what I was immediately thinking about. I was like, is that a trick question? Because the only only time I really saw it was in the ulti fight with the thousand um, was it um, tons? Yeah, uh, yeah. We see a thousand yeah. ton swing is um the the not the gigas the cyclops use that quite often, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, right. Sly, I'm going to take a moral victory on that one because I yeah, you can take you, a moral, I could have let you fail that ter terribly and taken the point. Like, really, I was going to 16 anyway, but right, that was going to be my, like, fuck it guess anyway, so. <laughs> you were saying it like everyone could see you saying it on your breath. You went, 16? 16. Yeah. Ounces? Ons? Ons? Pons? <laughs> ons? Ounce? Yeah, it really, ounce? it really is 16. that simple. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Happy. At the Battle of Cardano, let's see if I get this name right. Melvib Bluthisvin. Really? For anyone I just, who, I just call her Merla Blowswomb. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. Okay, all right. It's Bluthisvin. Um, so Merla Bluthisvin's chocobo was felled as she attempted to organize a full retreat. Uh, the Admiral later named the first of the fleet's new warships built at Morabi Dry Docks after her faithful steed. What was its name? God, this is one of those things I will never, ever know. And I sincerely doubt my cheat sheet has that on. <laughs> Mine doesn't even have it. Oh, my goodness. That's one of those questions that... Oh, all right. Hold on. Now, you would have, you would have gotten this one from the sightseeing log. And you also would have gotten this one from uh, Tales from the Calamity. Yeah, Tales from the Calamity, I, I knew that the story came from. I think is, I know yes. the origin of almost every single one of your questions. I don't remember the actual answers. <laughs> the ship in Moraby Dry Docks. I'm trying to think. It was the first one built there. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that's the one that they use in the Leviathan encounter, if that's one of the ones that's event that's later shipwrecked which i don't think it is um either way i don't know the answer so i'm just i'm just picking my own brain at this point don't, even, try to pa don't even pass it on to me i don't know um i don't think it had anything to i don't think that was the same ship that miss beard was on so no i don't know no it's definitely not miss beard <laughs> no it's not miss trying to say you got it first in the chat uh mercury deluge congratulations the answer is victory 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 Wow. So, uh, yeah, from Tales of the Calamity. I got to start remembering these things when I read them, because this is the fifth question I've known the source and not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I literally knew the first question and since then I don't know anything. All right, Sly. Yep. The 80 sins of Sasamo lead up to Uldar's steps of Nald. Who was Sasamo? My notes don't got nothing. <laughs> you may well be able to just guess this one. Asians of Sosimo. Sosimo was the, uh, if I had to guess, one of the Sultanas. Maybe a little bit more specific. Asians of Sosimo. 
Oh god, and I'm on the right track. If you can give me if you can give me one more piece of correct information, I think I can give you a point. One more piece of correct information. He was the founder of Ulda. I feel really bad for giving it to you, but I'm going to give that to you. Damn. So Sasamo Usamo was the first sultana of Ulda. Um, that was just a complete jest. So Ul dynasty. So Nanamo is from the second Ul dynasty. There have been two Ul dynasties. The first one was the dynasty that founded Ulda. Um, now, some people have cited uh, a bloke called Sasagan Ul Sisigan as the founding sultan. Um, and some of you in the chat might have heard that before. But the monk storyline tells us that this Sasagan was actually in power uh, when Uldar went to war with Sildir. And that was sort of several centuries later. So, Sly, you get one point. I knew that one, too. Oh, you why did? did I give you that freebie? Why did I give you all the <laughs> I'm going to regret right. that later. Um, happy this might be an easy one for you. Maybe. Might be. Maybe. Um, so Eorzean mythology centers centers around a uh, pantheon of twelve deities. Whom of these? Whom of these were the first two conceived by Heidelin? And for the bonus point, what were their functions? Oh God! Well, the bonus point. There's no way. That sucks because I know, I know the children of Ralgar. It's not Ralgar. Yeah, I know. I know. I know the. I know Ralgar and the people who had relations with him. I know it's not Ralgar. And I'm trying to make sure I get the pronunciations right too. It's not Ashchan. I don't think it is. Because there's there's a spot in the world that's named after like there's two different spots in the world named after them and. Their location is supposed to be indicative of their relation to Hydaelyn. I only know three of the twelve, so like this is going to be a total shot in the dark if I actually. Um, another hint for this one: it was also mentioned during the monk job quests yeah. by Eric. And last week I was going to do a video on the monk job quest too, and I didn't do it. That's the worst part. I was like, nah, let me do it on the floating continent instead. Banking all my... Damn it for there being no Asian questions. <laughs> Guys, I know everything about. There's no questions. That's the only reason I even knew the sixth umbral one. <laughs> Studied the wrong subject. I'm going to go with... I See, I can't even remember the right pronunciation of it now. I'm going to go with Naltal and Ashton. It's the only two I can get. It's the, only, it's the only two that I can think of right now that I don't know the relations of. Sly? Like I said, I only know three of three. Um, and we'll just name two of those three that you know. <laughs> Damn it. All right. I know Halone the Fury, which is, I think that's my sign. Um, I know um, Minvina, the um, goddess of God or goddess of love. And 
Is Manfina the one the moon is named after? I can't remember right now. I don't remember. Um, I think so. Yeah. I know of Nofica. <laughs> I, I know of Nofica now. You only asked for two. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, out of the three that you've named, you haven't gotten one out of the two. And neither, neither did Happy. No, I didn't God. think so. Yeah. I didn't. I'm, I'm, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, so, I didn't think Naldthal and Ashan were right, but they're the only two I couldn't remember. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. So we've got Altic. Altic is the god of space and time. He was the first uh, surveyor of change, and his sister Nemea, who's the spinner of fate. I wanted to. Mm. So if you. I, I, I mentioned what, what are their functions because that actually gives you a bit of a clue because we've got space time and space. Time. Mm -hmm. It's obviously the first thing that's going to come along and then fate is coming subsequently of the existence of space and time. Um, so between the two of them, they created Midgard some more uh, to defend the fount of ether and water and heart of Hydaelyn at Silvertier. So whoever got that first in the chat, I think that was Lizzo 206. Congratulations. I think the chat's winning. Actually, can yeah, we, the chat can is we, winning. Can we the chat? chat no, 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 no. Okay, so here's the thing. Sly is winning. Sly's got five points. The chat's gotten two or three. I'm in last place. That's all I know. All right, this, I, the, the I, would, I would have two points. Why did I one. give you ons and pawns? <laughs> I mean, I was going to get it anyway with my what the fuck answer. No, you it's were going to talk yourself out of it. I should have banked on that. <laughs> I, I was going to say 16 anyway, so... All right, um, Sly. Wait. No, it's you, it's you yeah. You okay, okay, it is me. Is you? Yeah, it's Sly, it's Sly, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there is an immense skeleton embedded above Oakwood at the western end of Bronze Lake in Upper Lenosia, resembling some kind of immense dragon or serpent. The site is named Taleos. To what Eorzean legend does this name refer? Repeat that last part. You kind of faded in and out. I'm trying to think. It, so we've got the big, you know what I'm talking about, the big skeleton, the big mm -hmm. serpent skeleton. The site is called Thaleos. What is the legend that that name refers to? Thaleos. Yeah, the chat's all cheating. <laughs> Thaleos. I was like, I've seen that dragon too. See, I only might know that because I played 1.0. I only might know it because of 1.0. So you have an advantage on me there because I didn't play 1.0. Why don't you throw him a bone? <laughs> it won't help because you had to have played 1.0 to, mm -hmm. to know. It's, the only thing I'll tell you, it's literally in the opening cutscene for Limsa Lominsa. That exact same beast from 1.0. That's the only hate you're going to get. It yeah, I, I couldn't even get it with that. All right, Happy, what do you got? So right. I don't know if this is the legend of it, but I know that it's it was a sea monster that would attack ships uh, uh, coming out of or going to Limsolo Minsa. I don't know if there's an okay. actual legend that's behind that specific creature, but that creature, because that creature is seen in the Limsolo Minsa opener attacking the ship with a group of... Uh, whatever the jellyfish things are called. And yeah. um, it just, it does that. It attacks ships in the ocean. I don't know if it has a specific 
desire and why. All I know is it was. So that there were two of them. There were two of them in um, sort of Eorzean myth. Can you name the other one? The, no, there's no. Thalios is definitely the only one I know. Like I said, I only know right. that it is a sea creature that terrorized ships in the ocean for limbs. Yeah, I'm going to give you the a only point because you're right. Yes. You are right. I'm giving you a point for that. So we've got uh, Talios and Perikos. They were twin serpents created by Limlaen, the navigator, who's the, the patron goddess of Limsa Liminsa. And um, she created them to fill the empty seas. So they spewed forth water until all the seas were full. And then she chained them to the Swallowtail Rome, which was this sort of island, and sank it to the bottom of the sea to keep them from drowning the whole world. Now, we've got this really interesting... You're talking about the Limsa Liminsa storyline in 1.0. We've got this really interesting uh, plot around uh, various pirate factions trying to get the key for the, um, for the Swallowtail Rome, yeah. which ends up falling into Asian hands. And the, uh, the sort of theory there is that they were planning on going forward... Uh, through patches in 1.0 to this sort of Asian plot to flood the, the world. But we had some pretty unfortunate uh, tsunami incidents going down around that time. So they ended up scrapping that. And it's been largely sort of forgotten all but this, this big skeleton we see in upper inertia. Is that, is that why they killed one of them also in the Calamity? Because it's... It's... it's um... It might not actually be one of them. It might just be a giant sea serpent that they've named after the legend. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that we're probably not going to see them brought back in again. I think they, they will and truly scrap that one. Mm. Um, but yes, that's one point. You're, you're catching up to the chat. <laughs> no, I'm, I, see, I don't know. I don't know how many the chat got because that was question number seven and Sly has five and I have two. So, but we, I know, yeah, know there's one we missed. There, that had to be question. No, I don't know. There oh, were a few I, bonus questions. Yeah, there were a few that's bonus true. questions. That's funny. right. That throws yeah. off the points. He got two yeah. for a single question. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Happy, this is your one. Nofika is the patient of which city state? Ulda. Isn't it? Nofika's Ulda? Not, not, Think oh. about that. Well, because Nofika's Wells is right in. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, uh -oh. Nafika's, Nafika's Wells is right in uh, Western Thanalin. Mm. Unless I'm thinking of the wrong area, and I'm thinking of uh, Sly. Put your hand down. I'm just, all right, well, hold on, Nafika's Wells. Because I'm trying to think, because I'm pretty sure that what's-his-name... Sly, first of all, you going mm-mm and raising your hand just makes me give a 50-50 <laughs> chance to get the right answer. First of all... That's fine. Um, just trying to think, because I could have swore Nafika's Wells took place. It'd be weird if it was somebody else, because I know, well, Nalthal is obviously Uldaka, Steps of Dal, Steps of Dal, so I should have figured there that we one go. out immediately. Um, I just, the location of Nafika's Wells, uh, bugged me out. <sighs> so I have a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Um... It's got to be Gridania, because you already told us what the patron of Limsa was. It's got to be Gridania. Yep. I was going to say. I just, I just, <laughs> I literally just told you the Limsa Limsa one. All right. Um, and I'm going to offer you a bonus question here. Uh, she's the goddess of what? Bruh. 
bruh. What's that? What are you? What are you whispering over there? <laughs> I'm just saying, bruh. If you don't get this, dude, I don't remember all. <laughs> I spent an entire day talking about Asians. That's all I know right okay, now. Okay, think think about think about what the Gridanians about. Think about the the founding principles it, of then Gridania. It, then it would be the elements. What would they? She would, it would, the only thing that would come to mind is she would be the god of the elements or the trees, and I can't guess both. Trees is a is a better guess. So I'll give you, I'll give you one more chance. One more chance. So life, I don't. <laughs> she is the patron goddess of life. Uh, Not close enough. Go for it, Sly. No, Sly. Uh, I believe uh, Nefka is the goddess of um, agriculture or. Um, yeah, just agriculture slash the harvest slash hearth, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, agriculture, but more Soil. specifically of uh, abundance. So she's not just the goddess of the plants, but she's the goddess of, you know, the harvest doing well, the goddess of plenty, the goddess of uh, that sort of balance that Gridania is all about. So I'm really sorry about it. I have to give Sly a bonus question there because I said there was a, I said it was a bonus question. I was going to go with soil. And then agriculture, but I went, I went, I went with life for some reason. Yeah, because life. when I think of when I think of Gridania, I think of greenery. I think of like all these plants, all these trees, everything greenery. So yeah, I was thinking of the life of the forest when he agreed with trees. That's <laughs> <laughs> close. That's close. Um, all right, Sly. Yes. The Ishgardian astrologians occupy a facility in the Coerthus Central Highlands. Oh, God. What exactly oh, is its name, <laughs> and for what function did the Holy See have it built? Isn't that the um, the observatorium? I, I want the full name. The full name. I want the full name. The astrological observatorium of something. I forget, but because I, I run past this shit every time I'm in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sly. I, I don't remember the full name either. So no matter. I don't remember. Name. I know it's the observatorium. <laughs> That's the what I call it because I don't feel like pronouncing the whole damn thing. The astrological observatorium. Um, something. I forget the last part. All right, it's a two um, two barrel question. So there's two points here. One is the name, and one is telling me uh, for what function did the Holy See have it built? The function the Holy See had it built. Ah. Uh, and that's not necessarily the function that it performs. Yeah. It's... Wasn't it... Wasn't it a school of some sort? That's why you gotta give them an answer, man. I, I can't. I really can't. Because I'm not gonna get... None, I know damn sure I'm not gonna get the name. Um... Fuck, I don't know. To observe the Dravanians, I don't know. Happy, can you can you do better than that? To observe, because that's that's probably that's probably yeah, true. Yeah, it, it's it's they watch the uh, the 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 dragon the dragon star or whatever the the thing is called. They specifically observe shifting patterns in the uh, in the heavens to determine the mm -hmm. activity of the Dravanians specifically. I can't remember. It's not called the dragon star. I keep thinking a uh, dragon. Dragon something. I can't remember exactly what the uh, what it's called. It's not Dragon Moon. Well, it's one of those because they're the astrologians observe the stars and specifically they observe mm -hmm. the dragon. That I can't remember what it was called. I just remember a sentence. Starfall. No, I just remember a sentence. I'm giving. I'm giving Happy a point. 
I'm gonna have your point there. That's pretty good. Because I just remember a sentence from Amrick: the dragon something wanes. They like use um, moon terms to describe it. The dragon ball chat. <laughs> the dragon <laughs> ball. Dragon balls. So yeah, yeah. So they they use it to uh, track the dragon balls and find them. It's a scouter. So the the full yeah, it's a scouter. The full name is the first dicasterial observatorium of ethereal and astrological phenomena. Now, do either of you, or anyone in the chat really, does anyone know what a dicasterial is? This is a, a bit of an obtuse one. I'm happy because I have I'm no still clue. laughing at Dragon Balls. I know. <laughs> that was good. Um, so a, a dicastery is a kind of uh, judicial or administrative body. It comes from the Greek dicastes or judges. So the interesting thing here is that um, the astrologians, their task isn't only academic. It's not only to observe. It's to make sort of military decisions based on the movements of the Dravanian horde. So they fulfill very much the same role as the scholars of Nimbut, <coughs> um, which is quite an interesting one. Uh, another point is the the Vatican uh, has always referred to a lot of their administrative subdivisions as dicasteries. So we've got another one of those very kind of Holy Roman Catholic links to to Ishgar that we've already seen in so many places. Um, so that's that's that one point for Mister Happy. Where are we standing now? He's six. I'm uh, three. No, you're at four. Oh, okay. I'm at four. Yeah, sure. You're a fool. You yeah, got you a fool. You absolutely. take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, all right, Happy, this is a question for you. Oh, God, this is a really easy one. I feel bad about this. You've said that four times and I've gotten them all <laughs> wrong. Uh, all right, all right. What is the gender of Brayflock's old talks? Female. Okay. Do you want to extrapolate on that? Is there a story there? Uh, if you're talking, are you talking about the story with the Illuminati, or the story? No, I'm talking. Go on. The, the the story regarding her place against Titan with the uh, with the hero with the 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 band of heroes. I'm referring to the story that in 2.0, she was referred to as male, and uh, it wasn't until Brayflock's hard mode that they started referring to her as a female, and they had to go back and fix the the dialogue from 2.0. Um, based on the the law that we already had from Koji, that the the suffix ox, which you'd think sort of intuitively was a was a male suffix, actually denotes the females, and ix uh, denotes the the males. So sweet Nick's rosy cheeks is a male. Okay. <laughs> and brave flocks and brave flocks and 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 hot pox. Bloat belly is a female. Female. Okay. And I think that's interesting because it's it's sort of this kind of reverse gender stereotype. It's weird. Um, yeah, anyway. It's, yeah, but uh, do I get a point for at least guessing that yeah. she was female? Okay. <laughs> Catch it up, Sly. Let's wait till the lightning round. All right, Sly. Uh, I want you to name at least two flora or fauna native to the southern continent of Mericidia. Flora or fauna? Yes. Native to the continent of Mericidia. Good lord. 
Why do you give me the hard ones? This um, is really hard. If, if, well, there's one really, really obvious one. Yeah, Reflasia. really obvious. Reflasia? No, not Reflasia. Oh, God. Native to Mericidia. So, so flora and fauna includes intelligent Dragons. creatures. Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. So if you're going to go... Okay. If you're going to go... Um, I only need you to name two. I only need you to name two. Fine. Um, twin. Are you going to count Twin Tanya? Yeah. Twin Tanya is a dragon. You suck off. Yeah, but he, wa he, doesn't, he doesn't want the name. He didn't. He, there's no enemy in the game called Dragon. Fine. <laughs> fuck it. Um, Dragon's a native to Maricidio. Yeah. Okay. You can't just name me two different types of dragon. Fuck that. So, since I would have done the painting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Mercidians. Flora and fauna. Um. Mercedians. Happy, do you think you got this one? I, I don't, only because there's probably a stipulation that's going to make it so that I'm incorrect. <laughs> um, so I'm trying, I'm trying to go... You don't want names. You just want... No, and I don't want anything that's related to dragons. I don't want, uh, like, worms or dragonflies or anything Libraries. like that. Hmm. I'm trying to think of coil and everything in coil. Um, I think it's worth saying not everything in coil is necessarily Maricidian. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not everything. Move, move away from coil. I'll give you that. Move, move away from coil. God damn it! I'm opening this up. Whichever of the two of you can can answer one first. Yeah, the the thing is for me is I don't see the corals as dragonkin, but they are obviously worshippers of Bahamut, so they may be considered dragonkin on the continent of Maricidia. The Coels are native to Favnir. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Because, I mean, yeah. Um, no, not those. And I'm also thinking of... Intelligent. No, I did say, I did say Flora as well. Um, and Flora and Fauna, I'll, go, I'll give you another clue. There are certain things in Gathering Logs. Yeah, that's In flavor text of Gathering Items. Mandragoras. No, no. Fuck the only I don't. I, I don't know enough about the about the the gathering logs. Um, and mm. almost every creature that is derived from there from Maricidia migrated there at some point. Like a lot of the creatures that worship Bahamut in the coil migrated to Maricidia at some point before the Allegans got there. So that's what makes it tough for me. I was the only the only plants that I even know the name of off the top of my head are like uh, like marjoram or whatever the heck it is. And that one's definitely not the answer. So. Uh, yeah. You both passing? I, unless unless Marjoram's the right answer. I'm no, Marjoram's not the right answer. All right, that's two passes. So a lot of people are said in the chat that there are certain fish from Maricidia. I was gonna get celiocanth, um, but I didn't think if there. I didn't know if there was a celiocanth equivalent. We've got the the dark bass. And we've got the angelfish from the fish. Um, now this is a really interesting one that that sort of uh, expanded a bit, um, particularly over the last couple of months. Aloe. Um, in the flavor text 
is Maricidia, native to Maricidia. We're asked in uh, Forgotten Springs, one of the quests around there by the U tribe, to go and fetch some aloe to make a uh, ancient traditional uh, Mikote remedy. And a lot of people started to think then, oh, well, we know the Mikotes came from another continent when there was some sort of frozen uh, sea that they crossed. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen it yet, but we recently, uh, with some data mining, we saw some, uh, like some lore tidbits and, um, uh, I don't know how to put it, but basically like loading screen tips. Yeah. Um, that were put in in 2.5 but haven't been implemented in the game yet. And one of them does actually confirm that the Mikote come from Mericidia. Hmm. So Man, I would have that taken that. could have been that. the right answer if one of us had yeah. guessed that. Yeah, and a few people in the chat got that. So that's another point for the chats. And I think the chat's probably cheating. <laughs> <laughs> they have an awful lot of time too, i got to say. It's been so um, hard not... Look. I, I literally have the window behind my cheat sheet so it just says twitch google chrome and i'm like it just just all i gotta do is just left click that's all i gotta do yeah <laughs> pretty much so that's my ringer all of chat all right who's who's is this this is this is yours happy yeah mm -hmm. this is mine yeah okay um this will have a bonus question if you get the first one right prior to prior to before the fall part two how many chairs made up the syndicate of uldar You know what's funny? I almost forgot to count Godbert. Because <laughs> he's never he's never there. He's never there. He's got better things to do. Come he's on. Got better, he's got better things to do, so I'm trying to think. Um, I guess I was gonna ask a question, but I think that's too much information. Um You can ask a question. I might just I was not I was it. well, okay, now the the answer is yes. I was <laughs> it was a dumb question. Cause we have Nanamo, Raubon, Lolorito, Telegiadaleggi. Hang on, Nanamo. Nanamo is not on that the syndicate. Was, that was going to be my question. If I was trying to figure out if Nanamo was a member of the syndicate. Nope. So, Raubon, Telegiata Legi, Lolorito. There's like two people that never say anything, and then there's uh, Godbert. So I'm gonna go with, and I think I'm I think I'm off by two, but uh, I'm gonna go with six. That's right. That's what that's what yep. I was gonna go with too. Yep. Yeah. We got Raubon Aldin. Telegi Adelegi, uh, Lollarito, uh, Dulala, who we haven't seen since 1.0, who is the head of the, the Milvaneth Sacrarium. Yeah. And uh, Fergez, Fer it's Fergeis. I think it's Fergeis, uh, who's the head of Amagina and Sons. Yeah. And then, of course, Goldbert. Um, all right. So I just gave away the bonus question, which was to name them. <laughs> so no bonus points. No, but no, you, got, you got so excited. But am I tied with Sly now? Uh, let's have a look. I think you might be. No, you've got five, and Sly has got one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, that's really close. So we've got one more question, and then we've got the lightning round. So it's it's literally going to come down to the lightning round. Sly, I'd be ahead if I didn't give you Anton Bonds. I'm never going to let it. I was going to get it anyway. <laughs> he was going to get it. I shouldn't have given up Toll either. I knew Toll was higher than Sauce, but I just didn't know. All right. This is, this is one for Sly. At the heart of the Tamtar Deepcroft, the adventurers encounter Galvanth the Dominator. Who or what is Galvanth prior to this appearance? Who or what is Galvanth prior to this appearance? 
Um, in terms... I was going to say... Uh... I was going to say Mind Flayer, but that's wrong. Um... Think about what what is the deep craft? What's its purpose? I want to say it was some kind of royalty of some sorts. Because didn't Galvin summon the mind player, or the mind player came some way somehow? Um, the Mind Flayer was summoned into Galvanth. Um, I'm going to say he's a form of royalty, but to what? I'm trying to think back. He, he, he's some form of royalty. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Happy? How close is he? Well, he's right. He hasn't said much, but he's he, right. He, he's, he was one of the kings of the Amidipori. Are you got to be kidding me? Nope. Damn. Wait, 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 wait. wait. None of the Amidipori. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. <sighs> Fine. If you're going to say he was a king, then the only... If he wasn't Amidipori, then what? Was he Galmorin? Yes. He was Galmorin. It's another point for Sly. Well done. Yeah. He was a Galmorin king. Uh, probably an Elzen because we know that when uh, Gelmora was founded, they were basically only really Elzen down there. And the Elzen that were down there became the Dusk White. All right, so we got two lightning rounds. Um, Wait, didn't Sly start and I'm supposed to finish? I thought we were getting eight each. You've got eight each, haven't you? And Sly went first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yep, so you got one more. Must have missed. I was thinking of the bonus question. No, I was thinking of the bonus question. Um, there, was a, there was a bonus question to that one? No, there was, a, there was a bonus question that I accidentally gave away. Okay. Oh, okay. So we're on to the lightning round. Damn, um, it's like now, I got a extra question on me. Well, that's all right because it all hangs on the lightning round. So yes. if you get less than half right, you get zero points. Oh, come on. If you get half right or more than half, so if you get at least 10 out of the 20 right, then you get three points. If you get all 20 right, you get 10 points. Quick question. Are we getting the same questions and we're just going to give our own answers? Or no. are we getting... Oh, my God. This is... Okay. Wow. No, you're not getting the same questions. You're each getting your own lightning round. Um, so happy, I guess, you can go first. I guess. Yes. I might as well at this point. Yes. So it should have been Excited me getting the last question and Sly going first. <laughs> I'll accept it. Oh, what a gentleman. Um, so I'm going to give you about two minutes um, to finish. There's going to be 20 questions. Okay. Uh, so, lightning round for Mr. Happy. The species of Aorzea are categorized into 11 classes of kin. We've got beast kin, cloud kin, scale kin, seed kin, vile kin, wave kin, ash kin, forge kin, soul kin, void scent, and spoken. So I'm going to name a 
a monster or a creature. I'm going to name 20 of them. And I want you to put each of them into one of those categories. All right. Sly, you win. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to write down what the categories are? Yeah, let me. Let me. Do you want me to copy the categories, the categories Steve? Are. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm opening up a Google Drive. One sec. All right. There you go. Oh, you, you have. Oh, you just sent it to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's an, it's I an, uh, okay. I was just about to type it out. All right. Let me copy paste this. All right. Let no, me... I mentioned eleven. Beast, cloud, scale, seed, vile, wave, ash, forge, soul, void, sent, spoken. That's eleven. Yeah, the, the void scent throws probably threw someone off because it doesn't have kin. But then spoken. Well, spoken is kind of it's E. But uh, all right, I think I have them all here. All right. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Time starts now. Buffalo. That is a beast kin. Raptor. Scale kin. Cactuar. Seed kin. Zombie. Spoken. Apkalu. Waveken. Ziz. Beastkin. Behemoth. Beastkin. Mobile. Seedkin? Yazon. I hate that you're not telling me if I'm right. Yarzons? Yarzon. Uh, Vilekin. Spriggan? Uragnite. Uh, Wavekin. Revenant. Those are the ghosts? Mm-hmm. Uh, Scent? Lalafell. Devils. Um, <laughs> Void scent. Spoken. <laughs> I don't know that one. Croc. The croc? Ugh. Mm -hmm. um, Ashkin. Tonberry. Sulkin. Gargoyle. Void scent. Mammoth. The mammoth. I thought those things were made by people. Uh, <laughs> um, pass. Mirinite. Uh, Ashkin. Dullahan. Uh, void scent. Yeah, and zoo. Zoo the birds. Cloud mm, the birds. All right, so you got eleven out of twenty. Oh, thank God. So you got three points. So God, if Sly gets less than ten that. right, I win. Yes. Yes. That's right. So that's three for Happy. Um, now, Ashkin. What is an Ashkin? I don't know. That's I was throwing that. I you tried to use okay. that one as little as possible. So Ash Ashkin's undead. Okay. So we got our zombies. We got our revenants uh, for Ashkin. Um, Soulkin, uh, Spriggan, golems, stuff like that. 
Um, what was the other one? Uh, Forgekin. So Forgekin is anything mechanical. So all of the Allegan, uh, uh, like clockwork stuff, that's Forgekin, uh, as is the Mammoth, as is the Mirrorite. interestingly. The Mirrorite mm. is actually mechanical. Okay. Um, all right, so that's three points for you. That was, was pretty good. It was pretty solid. Um, Sly, are you ready? No. <laughs> Pressure's on, Sly. All right, this one. Different questions, but this will be a, a similar format. Uh, like I say, about two minutes. Uh, you are to categorize each of the following NPCs by both race and clan. I have to do okay. two? You have to... Well, race is pretty damn easy. Come on, let's be fair. Okay, race so is race, yeah. race and clan. Um, are, you are you familiar with all the, all the clans, or do you want to write them down? Uh, right, yeah, I need to write them down. All right, I'll, I'll write them down for you. We got, um, let's go race by race. So here we've got Highlander and Midlander. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellison, we've got uh, Wildwood and Duskwire. Uh, Rogaden, we've got uh, Seawolf and Hellsguard. Uh, Lalafell, we've got Plainsfolk and Dunesfolk. Uh, Mikote, we've got Seeker and Keeper. Um, what am I? What am I forgetting? Here, Elizabeth, Lalafell, Rogaden, Mikote. You're not including the Aura, are you? Yes, Aura, Aura. What have we got? We've got uh, Rayan and Zayla. Am I saying that right? I think I'm saying that right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Right enough. Okay. All right, you got them down? Whenever you're ready, Sly. Why can't you type it? Mine out too. That I was thinking that the whole time. Like, why did I was like, just... no, why can't you just type <laughs> it out for me? Why did he send it to Sly when he sent it to me? God. Well, I had the other ones copied and pasted, and and I'm just thinking it was off my head. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better because mine he had to write down, and yours he just knows. Although Sly, I got to say, yours at least is a 50-50 chance, even if you don't know the answer. Mine is. Mine was a one in eleven chance of being right, so you should actually be happy that he's um, doing it. Have you got him down? Oh yeah, there is. Okay, yeah, because of the chat on the side. Thank you for letting me know that. Second. Well, Yugiri isn't the only possible aura. I think we've got one of Yugiri's handmaidens or something, don't we? You tell me. You're the one with the. You're you're the one with the, the questions. Yep, got him. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Raban Al Din. Raban Al Din is. He's just big as fuck. Um. <laughs> swole. Swole. Rogadin. Hell's Garden. Estinian Wormblood. Estinian? I didn't see his face! Fuck. Uh, Elizin. Wildwood. Okay. Mamodi. Mamodi. Lalafell. Um, Dunes Folk. Sulk Zagil. 
Now, these ones, uh, a lot of them, the name indicates quite clearly what clan they're from. Sulk? Sulk Zagil. Pass. I'll come back to it. Okay. Nashu. Makote um, Seeker. Riol. Wait, say that one more time. Riol. So Riol, if we don't remember him, he was in the, the Company of Heroes and he was later one of the Crystal Braves, dude with the eye patch. Hero. Um, Midlander. Flamin. Flamin. Um, Makote Keeper. Yugiri Mistwalker. Aura Ryan. Curious Gorge. A monkey. Um, <laughs> Curious Gorge. No clue. Is that a pass? Pass. Gundabald. Who? <laughs> Gundabald. God damn it. Um. Here, Highlander. No, that's wrong. Go ahead. Connie Senna. Kane Sina, um, Kane, she's a freaking hero. No, she's not. She's not Ellison. I want to say she's Ellison, but she's not. She doesn't, she hides her ears well. Uh, she's here, um, Midlander. Papa Sean? Papa Sean. Lalafell. Um, Plains Vault. Redland Rose? Say that one name one more time. Redolent Rose. Redolent Rose. Ellison Duskwire. Emmerich. Ellison Wildwood. Okay. Uh, Fufucha. Okay, and this one's in the name. Lalafell Plainsfolk. Rolf Hawthorne. Rogadin Seawolf. Folkes. You should know this one. Folkers. I know the name. So I'm trying to remember. Face Folkers. So terrible. Makate Seeker. Pass it. I don't care. Hamon Holy Fist. Say that last name one more time. Hamon Holy Fist. Hamon Holy Fist. Rogadin Hellsguard. 
Alberic Bale. Alberic Bale. Ellison Wildwood. And last one, Yazale. 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 Uh, Makote. Yazale. Wait. Yazale. I keep oh, saying the name. Thinking faces. <laughs> you saw, you saw, you saw. I know the name. I know the name. Makoto Keeper. I lose. All right. No, How I, many do you think you got right? I think you got 11 right. No. How many do you I, think you got right, Sly? Less than 10. I know that damn sure. You got eight right. <laughs> it's all so... with Iceheart, man. <laughs> You saw his ice heart. The other yeah. one, which was a bit tricky, Kani Senna is a Pajal. Was I was gonna? I was wondering, were you gonna nail him with Pajal, or were you looking for a hero? Damn, Ram's gonna nail him with. Damn, the that's a trick question. He gave you a trick <laughs> question with. I was thinking that the whole time. She's a Pajal. He didn't say that yeah. was one of the choices. Um, what with what were the other hard ones? Um, that that was pretty hard. I reckon that was probably the harder of the two. So, he gives me more um, so I think I think you've both done quite admirably, but by my count, at least, uh, happy, happy, you've won by one. I won by one point because I was one two point. down and I got eleven right, and he got eight. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. And how did you miss Rabban? Rabban's not a Rogadin. He looks a lot like a Rogadin. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. He's got his own I was like, unique model. I was gonna say hero, but it was like. He I would have I would have been on the fence about that too. I was thinking Rogan and Hellsguard myself, but I looked at his face and I was like, yeah. that's, that's not a Rogan. Yeah, yeah, it's not a Rogan face. Yeah, I was like, that's it's a either Rogan or Hewer, and he's just built like a Rogan. Well, the I, I guess the tell uh, for Ralbon is that he is Almegan, and Almegans are almost exclusively Highlanders. Okay. Um, so look, there, there was only one point in it. You've both done really good. That was awesome. Um, and chat as well. I know you guys were cheating, but um, <laughs> that was good. That was fun. Yeah, apologies for the mess up with the the thing. I didn't consider that with the beastkin and everything listed there that it was gonna screw up with. It was gonna screw up the chat. It screwed up the oh, uh, the, the scaling. Yeah, I forgot that when uh, you open up the chat, it could have been worse. I could have showed the contact list. That would have been terrible. But. <laughs> See, so, yeah, happy. Oh, you only had point. one thing to say. I had to name. Well, off. okay, but he, but here's what the thing. Job? I would have done better <laughs> with your. I specifically would have done better with yours because to me, it was. Really? I, I knew every character's initial race. I would have had a harder time guessing their actual affiliation. So to me, it was just it was fifty fifty for every single yeah. name. Whereas for mine, I felt like other than a few obvious ones, my chances were one in eleven when I didn't know the when I didn't know. I think I don't know. Mine, mine was hard in its in its own regard, only because I didn't know what Ashkin, Forgekin, um, I didn't know Ashkin, Forgekin, sp or Spoken, and then I only spoken briefly knew are, um, Wavekin. Spoken are, are uh, well, think about it. Spoken are the ones that speak. Yeah, so, so think about That's why I put Lalafell there because yeah. they speak. Yeah, but you got Tonberry. Yeah, which is spoken. I don't know what you called Tonberry. I called Tonberry. But Tonberry's. Uh, I, I, call, I called them a Vilekin. 
Mockin's insects. That's horrible. Yeah, I know. Well, they yeah. got they you got, racist. They got, they got creepy looking eyes, and I don't know, I'm colorblind. <laughs> they look kind of like insects. Insects with knives. Uh, well, they were originally uh, pretty much Lullafells, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were spoken, or, and they're still spoken. They're just very angry yeah. spoken. Yeah. Um, also, the um, the tell with a lot of the kins is you know you get the the different blood vials of different kins. Yeah, mm -hmm. where they drop from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I couldn't believe you didn't know Yasal. Because I was trying to think of the name. That was a bit of a trick one as well. That's that's Iceheart. That is a bit of a trick one. Yeah, that's Iceheart's real name. I was thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, that's a freebie. And he says Makote. I'm like, what? No. I was like, please, just keep saying Makote. Keep saying Makote. I was – I got to give you that. The fact that he gave you that Pajal was a choice – I, did, I thought I, I thought he was tricking me. I thought I was overthinking it when I was guessing Pajal. No, the Pajal. Well, Happy, do you know? Do you know where the Pajal come from? I did. Where does like, the baby Pajal come from? I did like three months ago when I was looking up a bunch of stuff on the Pajal, but that knowledge has since left my brain. Because I was it's, I was it's looking really up the lore creepy. for like conjurers and whatnot. It's really really creepy. So the Pajal are born of human parents but they are conceived by the elementals. So the elemental basically impregnates a human female. And you get the Pajal who are, as we know, they act as this intermediary and uh, I guess the sort, of, um, uh, the sort of human aspect of the, of the green pact. Um, but that's really... Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. There's some fan fictions out there about that somewhere. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, I think I think there's a few um, guys Van Bels are cross our raw fan fictions coming after my last video. Oh no, where there's there's there's. There's Gaius and Nero friggin' Yaoi fan fictions coming. Oh. that. Oh, that's outstanding. <laughs> oh, whatever gets you there. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever gets you there. Well, I'd say that that was a pretty successful edition of uh, e or Zivia. I don't know why I can't. I keep wanting to say Eorvizia for. I can't. I don't know why. Well, you're the one that named it. Is it Eorvizia or is it Eorvizia? No, no, no. My girlfriend was the one who named it, and I just said that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. And then... oh, she blamed it on you. <laughs> no, yep. no, Eorvizia. No, I said it was the greatest idea ever. I think that's how it happened. I don't know. Well, that's Things what you're that, supposed to say. Lore, lore aspects that i known in the past that I should have had easy answers to here. I was very upset about... I'm still upset about the toll and sauce thing. I gave that one away. Because I Look, knew I'm, the I'm answer. exactly the same way. I'm exact. You, you spend like two or three days on one subject reading absolutely everything going through all these old forum posts all these really obscure like blogs and stuff like that and then you publish the video and two weeks later it's just it's gone it's not oh, there i'm thinking about the next thing yeah. i had assians on yeah. the mind that's why the, i heard yeah. the umbra i heard the umbra error question i was like thank god yeah. he asked that yeah yeah <laughs> so um i i probably would have done the same thing I'd, I'd say mine probably sticks in my head a little bit longer because I only do law <laughs> and that's like all I'm thinking about all the time but I mean that's how it is the good news is Sly you still have a towel and I don't and now, and now Miz <laughs> has a towel too do you, yeah. do you have it there is it has it showed up yet 
No, no, no. no so he didn't get it. He, he bought didn't. it at Fan Festival, and I said, "That's a towel. It's stupid." And then, <laughs> and then last week I spent an hour on Twitter, just like, "I want to win this towel," and then I didn't win it. And this week, Miz won it, and I was like, "I'm not gonna enter. I won't win the towel." And then Miz wins it. I was like, "I should have entered. I might have won a towel." Mr. Happy hasn't read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, but I've seen the movie. <laughs> you gotta have a towel. <laughs> I've seen the movie. I never. I didn't know it was a book until after I, I saw the movie. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a trilogy of five, um, and the guy who wrote it wrote the last several of them from an asylum. Um, they're pretty great. But the thing with the towel is that you can you can use it to like warm yourself. You can use it as like a makeshift sail. You can like dip it in food and like suck on it like days later. It, it, towel's the greatest thing. Towel I'm is very the, jealous. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> Slide, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. No hard feelings about 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 the contest. None. None. You're giving me a smiley face, like I'm gonna regret winning that at some point. Yeah, you are. <laughs> How am I gonna regret winning it? What well, are you? You probably do? have to move on to the next round and um and go up against someone else. I'd like to remind someone. I'd like to remind everyone here. I had one less question to get through, and that I that still came through. Still came mm -hmm. through. So yeah, I Trilogy had... of Five, chat. Trilogy of Five is what he calls it. All right. Well, this show ran on very long, but I think that was for the best considering how it yep. turned out. I even I, I was going to try and get music to play during the lightning round, but the only music I had was the one I used for the intro because finding game show music online that is royalty-free is strangely hard to do. Mm -hmm. All the places were like, $40, you can use this song. I was like, uh, Okay. <laughs> so well Ethis, thank you for coming on the show it was great having you here uh just like thank we you. predicted you made fun. us feel stupid um <laughs> predictions do come true uh, so mm -hmm. uh i'd like to apologize i made a mistake with the overlay and Ethis is aware of this and that is not his real twitter handle <laughs> on all of them it says at Ethis asher so at this why don't you tell them where they can actually find you well, my Twitter handle is ethisffxiv. Uh, my YouTube is youtubecom ethisasher. But really, I'm—I think I'm the only ethis. I think that if you just type ethis into Google, it's kind of all there. It's all me. Because you said that, somebody's going to make another ethis. Look oh, by the did. way, there's like there's Look like ethis industries in South Carolina. They sell like desserts <laughs> or something. That's me. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd like to let you know, by the way, that um, remember when I said we had gift makers in the uh, mm -hmm. in the chat? I'd like you to know that 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 that's it's already been done. Like in the middle Has of the it already show. Been done? Middle... Crayon works quick. He works <laughs> crayon crayon quick. works crayon works very quick. I, I, hold he on, works... I'm gonna pull it up for everyone because since it has to do with uh, with F oh, I don't I don't think I can. Well, I mean, I guess I could just show your entire Twitter. I guess it doesn't really matter. No, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just pull it up right here over the. Uh, the window capture right here so everyone can see the beautiful work of crayon and his twitter <laughs> there it is there it is right <laughs> at this i hope you're watching this stream so you don't have to see it later i have to wait for the 30 second All right, delay wait, wait for the 30 second delay give it, it's gonna give be it worth time. every second. give it time give it time which which moment did we capture you'll you'll remember soon <laughs> when you actually see it <laughs> Oh my god. That's that's pretty funny. 
Oh my goodness. That is that is a great thing. Oh man. Oh, that is excellent. That is excellent. Thank you. Thank you for making Thank you, Crayon. That has made my day. That is the greatest thing. And also, I want you to shout out who made who made the friggin' subligar thing. Let me pull it back up on the screen. So oh yeah, that that was awesome. Goodness. So um uh Viviana Artinian, uh she's the, the leader of my free company. Um she's done a lot of my channel art. She's done the the, the current sort of edition of the of the main channel art at the moment. I asked her the other day, I was like, look, I need you to draw me Louis Soir in his underpants, but they're like glowing and they're like glistening. And she's like, you want me to draw Louis Soir rule 34 for you? I was like, you said it, I didn't say it. <laughs> and 20 minutes later, she had it for me. So awesome. Thanks, Viv. You're, you're awesome. I want to leave it on the screen till the, till the sparkle comes by one more time. <laughs> just, just, just to make sure that that it's working properly and everything you know there we go yeah. well oh, you're seeing God. it on no I'm, I'm waiting for one more one, there it goes there <laughs> we go. one more sparkle just wanted to give you the opportunity to shout her out for uh giving us the image to work with and then uh then we have the little the little sparkle because it's uh that's a glorious glorious image Ethis, thank you again for coming by it's an excellent show i hope that you you take this idea and run with it on on youtube because i think trivia I think people would love the trivia show, and I think you can you can keep making this a thing because there's a lot of questions you didn't get to ask us yet. We can maybe <laughs> do them in the in the post show, maybe. Oh. Kind of redeeming, redeeming ourselves. <laughs> there's there's, there's no redeeming us literally unless we talk about something we already know. There's no way we're gonna. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's I don't cheating. care. It's like, well, I know this, this, and this at least. I have to be like, that's cool. Guess what? You still didn't get that's all those nice. other questions, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just gonna make me feel a little bit. You better. guys both did really well. You both did really, no. really well. Hey, we at least like tried to most use our of the community. Fly. I hate to say it, and and oh, actually, I might be wrong. I might just be being pessimistic here, but I feel like most of the community would have gotten maybe one or two points from that whole thing. There's so little interest in the law. Everyone is skipping cutscenes, and it's it's like. It's you and me happy and Sly obviously talking about the story and, and everyone else in the community here is trying to get people interested in the law mm -hmm. and um, it's awesome. Well, thank you again, Ethis. Uh, it's been great having you on. Uh, Sly, this is your chance to redeem yourself. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? And do it with some lore involved. So you, can, so you need the whole redeeming thing to actually be here. No! Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly aka Gray Fox. Twitter at Sly the Fox. Instagram at Sly aka Gray Fox 07. And on Behemoth um, as Fox Sly. Alrighty then. And I am your other co host, the one who screwed up a few things during the show. Sorry about that, but I mean, professionalism, it is our motto. Michael, Mr. Happy Poveroma, you can find me at every single thing Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Mr. Happy1227, and on YouTube, Xehanort1227. I swear one day YouTube will let me change that. But anyway, <laughs> does anybody have any last statements before we call it a show? Nope. Nope. Okay. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Just like, nope, we're done. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just shrug it off. Just shrug it off. There we go. All right, everyone. Thank you in the chat for watching. Thank you for watching this on YouTube. We will see you next week. And until then, have a good night. Have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Take care.
And we are in post-show. Yeah, there's a lot of salt between Sly and me. I said mm -hmm. no hard feelings, <laughs> but that was complete bullshit. Yep. Complete I thought you guys would be more salty at me. No, because what we're gonna be we're gonna be salty at you for knowing stuff. <laughs> that's that's not nice. It wasn't off the top of my head. I've been preparing this. Oh, great! Off the top of your head, and we couldn't figure it out with minutes after minutes of minutes of hard thought. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, um, real quick, while we're in the post show, I should have actually said this during the show, and I may actually still include this in the YouTube section. Um, the show is actually on iTunes now. Uh, State of the Realm is on iTunes. However, currently, a lot of placeholder stuff is there. For example, the shows are supposed to be in reverse chronological order, with 13 being first. While that's mostly true, uh, SoundCloud, who we're using the RSS feeds, they actually uh, had some issues in the upload order. I don't know why, but 2 and 11 are out of order, so it goes like 13, 12, 2, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 11, 1. Or something like that. And also, the uh, the image on iTunes is only a placeholder for the time being, because we'll uh, have to fix that up to meet the right dimensions. But if you have a podcast app of any sort, now that it is on iTunes, you should be able to find it just by typing in State of the Realm. Whew! All right, I didn't breathe that whole time. Nice job. That's impressive. Yeah. That's good. I, uh, if I did breathe, I don't remember. I blacked out while I was saying that. Because I rehearsed that before the show and forgot to do it during the show. Oh, man. Ugh. So if anybody here has any quest questions for Ethis, because, I mean, obviously, Sly and I don't know shit, so why would you ask us questions? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just feel free to ask them in the chat. Um, well, I've seen a couple. Uh, Ethis, what lore are you most interested to delve in into in 3.0, I'd say at the moment probably Alexander because it's the one we've heard least about. But um, I'm going to be spending the first like at least two or three weeks of release without sleep, just recording nonstop and writing nonstop, as I'm sure both of you guys will be as well. So we don't have a lot of info on Alex. Do you have any sort of background on Alex? I had... Um, when, when we first got the, the first Heaven's Ward trailer and we were told Alex is going to be in it, um, I had this really fun idea of how they could do it. I don't think they're going to do it. But um, talking about the, the Illuminati and how they're always kind of, you know, a little bit silly, there's this, um, this common trope in sort of fantasy literature of uh, flying castles and... Um, mm -hmm. And I was thinking that, you know, it might be in the sea of clouds, it might literally be flying, which doesn't seem to be at the moment. Um, but there's the origins of um, what most people know now as the colony drop um, from Gulliver's Travels, where um, there was basically the ruling class would be in this, this flying city, this flying fortress. They'd be governing the towns below, and whenever the town started to get rebellious, they would literally just drop the whole city on top of them. <laughs> wow! So I had this really, I had this really fun idea that um, maybe the Illuminati were going to mobilize that and try to drop it on one of the city states. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I was, I was hoping for that a couple of months ago, and I still think that would be really fun. But who knows? I'm I'm really excited for Alexander. 
I mean, all we know about Alexander is he's the Goblin Primal, and that's not actually his body. He was apparently summoned into that castle. Mm -hmm. It's just that castle takes the appearance of our standard Alexander, you know. Yep. It's just... Uh, I'm, I, I have a hard time thinking it even is the Illuminati. There's just no other group of goblins capable and I, it's going to be the illuminati it's i mean they're the only it ones who can to. be but because it's it's just looking at their antics thinking mm. that you know they could take the knowledge of the Asians because the Asians are the ones who taught all the beast tribes how to summon primals in the first place mm. and it's it's alluded to that they're almost using them as a means to uh learn more about the summoning process as a whole to see the results of it and the the strength of returning entities because of the uh, in 2.1 you have the extreme primal storyline where the two Asians say that they uh they just wanted to observe you while you took on the strongest incarnations of the the primals to learn more um but then mm. they just disappear and you don't really know anything more about that so i'm curious how the goblins really receive that knowledge and how the goblins were able to summon something that powerful other than the fact that they're goblins and they're deeply involved in trade with all of the nations so that could be an easy way to gather crystals might be true well again that's why i was hoping that they were going to do it in kind of a silly way and if it is like really serious if it's the same sort of doom and gloom that um that coil was um, i don't know sit a bit weird with me i gotta say i just want to see how divine judgment's gonna look that's really what I want to see. <laughs> the thing is, it, we are not going to see that for a long time. If it I is know. doom and gloom, it, it's almost like it's like a lighthearted doom and gloom. Like the goblins mm. summoned him, and they don't even really fully comprehend what they've done. Kind mm. of deal. Like he may be their entity, but he kind of has his own uh, agenda and his own tendencies. They weren't aware of. They just summoned him because they needed the cheese recipe. So, um, Brayflux is going to be the new Alize. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'd love so that. there's there's also one thing I want to include, and I'm going to include up to this point in the post show in order to include it. We actually had a request for State of the Realm number 13 uh, that was posted on the R forums by a Sanya Tetsuka. I'm going to read it word for word. Hey, I would like to tell the Dream Team that a friend of mine loved your work, recently died of a brain aneurysm on May 31st. He was preparing for Heaven's Word, and he was enjoying all of your movies. So thanks for making it. His IGN was Lady Door, and he was a healer. I'd like to suggest that we take a moment of silence for Lady Door. I took one on my stream the other day. I didn't realize that this was on the State of the Realm form. I just remember seeing it there. So if everyone could uh, please, Lady Door, uh, give Lady Door a, uh, a moment of silence. Oh, silence. All right. Thank you, everyone, for participating. Even the chat. Chat, yeah. Thank you, chat. Thank went you. completely and didn't move at all for the duration of that. So thank you for participating. Ethis, do you play a dragon? 